0: Welcome to the very first story mode spoiler cast. I'm your host, Jesse, and today I'm joined by Josh. Hi. And our good friend from the Fan Critical Podcast, Len. Hello.
1: Hello, boys. Nice to be here.
0: How are we doing? Yeah,
1: good. How are we, we all doing? Very good. Well,
0: in, in, in lockdown part yeah, two. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Last of Us part two, lockdown part two. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the Last of Us Part Two, Electric yeah. Boogaloo.
0: <laughs> it's it's somewhat odd playing, you know, a game about a deadly disease that spreads mm. throughout humanity. Mm. And um, mm. yes, well, I mean, as you may have guessed, today we're going to be doing a bit of a spoiler cast on Last of Us Part Two. Now, this will be going out on both. Story Mode Podcast mm. and the Fan Critical Podcast. Yes. Um, Len, do you want to tell me more about Fan Critical? Uh,
1: yes. So, obviously, Story Mode, part of the Fan Critical family. And we're going to try and do a few more collaborations in the future, especially when it comes to video games that are very um heavily focused on narrative. And it's safe to say that Last of Us Part Two is the best acted, best uh, written, and best directed game, maybe of all time, in terms of just the actual content in the game. And coincidentally, it's also uh going to be a HBO show now, which has been signed off. They're yeah. in pre-production. Obviously, production is halted pretty much globally because of uh, COVID. But uh, when that gets up and running again, this will be a flagship show for hbo who are no stranger to epic storytelling um so we will have our own standalone podcast covering that when that show comes out and we felt this is a perfect way to ease in both your audience and any members of the fan critical uh film and tv audience who will inevitably play this game i'm sure and want to talk about it like a film because in a way that's what it is um so yeah absolutely really looking forward to chatting through it this is a epic. film where you press
0: buttons at times
1: exactly Exactly.
0: Yep. Yeah. The gameplay's fine. Yeah, so that's right. not, we're going to kind of be skipping over that a little it's bit. It's a little reductive. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just real quickly, though Dreamcasting, Joel and Ellie.
1: Oh, well, we're going to go Hugh Jackman, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a lot of chat. Oh, I, we did a podcast, didn't we, ooh. Jesse, re- recasting a uh, video. Yeah, we games. sort of touched upon this a little bit. Yeah. So Hugh Jackman's been touted. Obviously, Maisie Williams was originally signed on to be, uh, or very close to signing on to be Ellie. Um, and that didn't happen because of uh, the production fell down and now they've signed a HBO. So I doubt it will be her, but uh, I'm fascinated to see who they get.
0: Yeah, I mean, the one, the name I keep, well, I say the name I see, I see getting thrown around and I've forgotten the name. So mm. um, the girl who played X-23 in London. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Um she's brilliant. So I would like that, especially if they had Hugh Jackman again. I mean, they seem to have some chemistry. 100 I think it's
2: really interesting that you guys went straight for the like most pure and simple like adaptation from the game.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you don't think it'll be an I, anthology. I see where you're from. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think that's really fascinating.
0: Ideally, yeah. I wouldn't go Joel and Ellie yeah. as the main characters. I don't think yeah, I would yeah. follow the group I would follow the group of fireflies from this yeah, game. Yeah,
1: I don't think you could tell and it will talk about this more when we go through the game, but I don't think you can tell this story as well as it is done in a game format. Um, you know, I think there are things that this game makes you feel that you won't get from just watching it. You have to be an active participant in it. And, and mm-hmm. I, and I do think, I, agree. I do think that the HBO show should have Joel and Ellie in it, but I think they should maybe mix things up a bit and make it a bit broader. But uh, it'll be fascinating to see what they do. Absolutely fascinating. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, before we get too much into part two, Mm -hmm. let's just quickly go over the events of part one. So part one ends... Okay, let's just go from the get-go. There is a fungal plague that um, ravages the world, um, turning people into grotesque monsters. Um, We follow on Joel, who loses his daughter very early on in part one. Um, in a scene that made me tear up. Mm-hmm. Um she loses her, there's a bit of a time skip. He meets Ellie. Ellie is a young girl who's immune to the virus. He is tasked with taking her to Seattle to a group called the Fireflies. They may be able to develop a developer cure. They get there, he finds out that, yeah, they can make a cure, cool, but they have to kill Ellie. He's grown quite attached to her at that point, murders all the doctors. Mm. Um Lies to her and says, oh, no, sorry, Um, they couldn't do it. They couldn't make a cure. And they go to live in Jackson in Wyoming. Cool. Part two picks up a few years later. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it starts off quite gruesomely. So, again, this is a full spoiler warning. If if you haven't played the game yet, go play it. Yeah. Then come back and give us a listen. Everything's on the table. Everything is on the table. So what do you think of um, Joel's golf game?
3: Oh. Mm. Would you uh, like
2: to play it again? Yeah. <laughs>
1: you, <laughs> you have you selected? selected. No. no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So I, I will say that the opening of the first game, Last of Us Part 1, is arguably the best start to a video game I've ever played in my life. Yeah. Um, just the, the way that is put together is fantastic. Um, and I like the fact that on this go round, they didn't try and top that. Um, they opened up very slowly um, and very, very thoughtfully. Slowly. And I felt that when it does get to that crescendo that you just alluded to in the sort of opening three hours, uh, it is extremely effective to the point where yes. I was just broken it but uh yeah
0: yeah it's so i mean the game starts off in in jackson and ellie and joel seem a little bit tense with each other you don't really see them in many moments together at this point
2: mm-hmm. um but they're living a good life right they're living like, a good life i mean they're considered. having
0: parties in the town there are snowball fights i love learning how to um like dodge and evade and attack that snowball fight with the kids yeah i owned them as oh. well yeah Just oh, oh, mate, that out those there. little yeah. shits didn't come they near didn't stand me a chance. <laughs> But yeah. you go around you meet Dina yep um Dina is uh Ellie's love interest you meet one of Ellie's best friends jesse <laughs> that's me Yay. um and yeah jackson is is thriving actually it's really nice to see um we see them going out on patrol and such When suddenly the game switches focus a little bit and we play as another character mm-hmm. now this wasn't something that I was expecting we yeah how did you
2: guys feel a- like just being thrown into the? Mm. She was
0: really strange yeah, and uh, manipulated. You play as Abby. Yeah. Abby plays quite a large part in this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. Laura <laughs>
2: At the Bayley. start,
0: we see oh, her. Yeah. She's um, with a group of fireflies, ex-fireflies, hailing from Salt Lake City. Mm. Um, they're a bit of an argument. and She's like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to see what this town is. They see Jackson in the distance. I'm, like, I'm going mm-hmm. to see what this town is. You play with, play with her for a while and you just see it. It creates that juxtaposition really early on where you see mm. all the Ellie moments were quite sweet with Dina and Jesse and snowballs. But then you have the moment with Abby, and she's fighting Infected pretty early on. Mm-hmm. She's roughed up really early on. Runs into Joel and his brother Tommy. Tommy is I guess the mayor? Of Jackson, yeah, he's, he's, he, I, always, I think they
2: establish he is a kind of some kind of leader, leader. in the yeah. first he's one. He's the mayor right? Quimby
0: of Jackson, mm.
2: but I do want to say, like, I thought the storytelling as Abby was like incredibly well done, um, where they kind of allude to her looking for the, somebody in yeah. Jackson yeah. and wanting to infiltrate yeah. Jackson. They never really spell it out. Like, I called it out pretty much straight away. Yeah, I was kind of shouting at the TV, um, but I still think it's done. Um, just well enough so that, like, if if you are on top of it, like, you can see where this story's going. But, like, I thought that was done really well. But also, like, being able to uh, interact with the clickers, all the zombies again, after um, you've just played as Ellie for a good long while. And there hasn't really been any threats. Um, to be fine. surrounded by all yeah. these infected and be, like, like, forced to actually run away from them, I felt like. Because I, like, came across a massive horde of them and I had no choice but to run. I didn't have the resources. Um, And I thought that was, like, an incredible way to kind of put me in uh, Abby's shoes and kind of Mm. see where she's coming from as this survivor that's just, like, fighting tooth and nail and dedicating every resource she has to... To fighting
1: these things, whereas Ellie is able to smoke weed and make out with it's kind of like (laughs) the ladies. The way I saw it was, uh, and you only get this perspective, I guess, when you finish the game. But this is the end of Abby's journey, as it were. So this is her. This is her. If if you were, if this whole game was ages ago, their whole journey to this point, and then running from this horde, and obviously finding Joel, is her pinnacle. That's her ultimate summit. Whereas Ellie's journey hasn't even begun yet. So that's what, you know, it's just so, such a interesting way that they set this game up. And at this point, at the start, when you just jump into this new character, you're like, who the, f-? you know, I was like, who is this person? And I was luckily, you know, I, I avoided spoilers like the plague and I avoided anything uh, oh, yes. on Twitter or Instagram. I was very fortunate I didn't see anything so for me, this whole opening three hours was just like, "What the hell is going on?" It's and just a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it showed, like, I mean, like you said, Abby has been training for this moment for her whole life. But I see it more as she's been training to get Joel.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We see yeah. later on in the game, and we'll go into it a little bit more uh, a bit later on. She's al- she's always wanted just to end him. Mm-hmm. That has been her goal from from a certain event that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. Why am I being spoiler? Like, why am I yeah, being spoilers? Yeah. That did, has yeah. been a goal ever since Joel killed her dad. Yeah. Her dad was a doctor who was going to do the surgery on Ellie, removing her brain, scooping that with a big spoon and being like, eh, maybe we can do something mm-hmm. with this and cure the mm-hmm. virus. I don't know what he was going to do. Um, but she's, she's dedicated herself she's,
2: so thoroughly she's that she has, she's like... She's
0: a weapon. Yeah, I she's love even, her so
2: much. She's even given up the interpersonal relationships that, like, Ellie's thriving on mm. in this, like, environment... Like you see Abby
0: interact
3: with well, Owen, even, her friend, it,
0: and you see that like later in the game you find out how close Ellie, I mean Ellie, Abby and Owen are. And at the moment where Owen's like it's the start of the game, Owen's like, "No, nah, let's just go back, like, let's chill for a moment." She's like, "No, yeah. I will leave you behind. I will leave my partner, love interest, best friend. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated on Facebook. I'll leave him behind to go find Joel. So she finds Joel." Big scene with um, a bunch of clickers and infected chasing after him, pretty badass. And she lures Joel back to
3: her lock, camp, log cabin. They're
0: some, yes, log cabin. It's a beautiful, it's a lovely. beautiful. It's a lo- the, the winter home. Absolutely beautiful. I'd ha- oh, yeah, some of these houses in this game are like, yeah, all right, I'd live here even if it is like infected. Mm.
2: Even if it is it's zombie fine.
0: times. Yeah. At the same time, um, as you alluded to, Josh, um, Ellie and Dina. Getting it on Mm. in a safe house. Getting a bit of weed. Getting it on. It's all good. Okay, life is good for them. Taking the edge off. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Fast forward a bit. Ellie finds that Joel's missing. Finds him at the uh, log cabin. Gets captured and is forced to watch while Abby tortures and eventually kills Joel. With a golf club, mm. uh, Tommy is incapacitated, and Abby just clocks him in the head with a golf club. A very, yeah. um, it's an odd full stop, but I kind of like it. You kind of, I think a lot of people go into the game thinking Joel's a hero, yeah, and he deserves a hero's ending. Well, no,
1: well, yeah, I mean, this is the interesting thing about Joel. Is he a hero? Like, you know, I came away from the first game seriously questioning. And that's what this game does brilliantly and the last one did brilliantly is it makes you question your actions Um and they don't want you to make a choice. They are saying, no, this is the story. You are just going to inhabit these characters and play that story. Yeah. So I came away that's from- That's a the, really good way to put it. I I, I, um, I came away from the first game thinking, Joel isn't necessarily a hero. Like, you know, the guy essentially damned mankind to extinction potentially by not allowing Ellie to be synthesized into a cure. I know it sounds terrible. I probably- Wanted to save Ellie because I love Ellie as a character, right? But the bigger picture needs to be looked at. So Joel is the ultimate anti-hero in a way. So the only way to to give Ellie the motivation to do the things she does in this game, which are horrendous, uh, is to brutally murder the man. Um, And the brutality of it is essential to her sort of journey. As it were. If it was just, you know, tame, uh, I don't think she would If he was at, killed off screen, I don't exactly, think
0: it would have the same effect. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so, like a golf club to the head, it was quite blunt. Ooh. Um, And then Abby, in a, I think it's something reflected throughout the game, spares Ellie. Mm-hmm. She's just like, let's go. Yeah. Mm. We skip forward a little bit. Oh, um, can we just
1: talk about the acting in this scene? Because like, gee- Oh my- Jesus, Ashley so Johnson <laughs> screaming.
0: Oh, Ashley my Johnson, God. Yeah. Um, and Laura Bailey deserve every award imaginable for yeah. this game. But, yeah, this is one of the scenes that fucking floored me. The, the noise. Absolutely floored me. The
1: noise me. that Ashley Johnson creates when she's on the floor, that scream. I, I actually replayed that scene earlier today um, in preparation for this because I wanted to watch it again, even though it's horrible. Um, and it makes me like tear up every time just because her acting is so incredible and even the little look that um Joel gives across to her on the floor when he's basically dead Oh
0: yeah. um,
1: it's just it just goes to show how far Naughty Dog have come and games in general like that they are able to do the motion capture here and the acting and everything is so real and so visceral that you forget you're watching a game like my girlfriend who doesn't really um like me playing as many games as I do at the moment because of lockdown <laughs> and I'm on Warzone all the time, right? Like playing COD or whatever. And I remember when this game got delivered and I was so excited and I said to her, like, look, I've, I've been waiting to play this game for ages. Anyway, literally 20 minutes into the game, she's like, and she sees the moment where you're like strumming on the guitar playing, you know, if I ever lose, you know and uh oh my heart and uh she's like what is this game what are you doing cuz her concept of games is like you know you know, you know platformers called or, judy Call called judy and she was like this is like a film and i was like exactly it's it's a story and we're playing it out so yeah the, the this scene for me is the scene in the fi- in the game where i was it's the one that gets me the most and it's also the one where i'm like wow how far have we come even from the first game like it's just it's taking it to a new level
0: Absolutely. i think you also bring up um that song it's called uh future days yeah that joel sings yeah. for ellie the scene where joel there's a bit of a flashback moment and you see um joel come in and sing that to ellie oh man that scene is and then it stunning. cuts and then it cuts Absolutely the title stunning. and then it cuts the title you know because what i mean there is so, there is so much in troy baker's um performance as joel, oh. There's so much guilt behind his eyes. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's done is in the long term wrong. But, I mean, like you said, when you play, you know it's wrong. But you love Ellie that much Mm. that you get it and you wanted to do it. I remember walking in that hospital and being like, fuck these guys. I am done with them. I've come way too far. You're not doing this. Mm. You're all pricks. Mm. I'm mowing you down. Mm. It's all happening. Yeah. But then it's like you do it. it's like, oh... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That little like <laughs> that bit of remorse that comes in. 100. Totally. Anyway, um, Tommy is pissed. His brother's just been killed, mm-hmm. so he goes off after Abby and the other Fireflies, um, and Ali takes off as well. Just sets Ali and Dina on quite the uh, the dangerous path. Uh, Dina, played by Shannon Woodward. Mm-hmm. Dina, one of my favorite characters. Ever okay. in a game, yeah. I love Dina mm-hmm. so, so much, she's so perfect. Yeah, I would die and kill for her, <laughs> and in this game, you do well, you kill at least. So, um, Dina and Ellie go through Seattle, um, hunting down Abby and the group. This group of Fireflies belong to a, another group now, after the Fireflies disbanded after Joel killed most of them, mm-hmm. um, called the WLF, the Washington Liberation Front, or Wolves. Hmm. It's pretty clever. The yeah. wolf at WLF. <laughs> I liked it quite a lot. You go through, you might murder a bunch of wolves, and um, that's when the story gets its first really like, whoa, moment. Um, Dean is pregnant. Yeah. So you get yeah. to a theatre, hold up, and you're like, okay, you're pregnant.
3: I actually thought
2: that the reveal of this was really well done Mm. where you are kind of going through a couple, you're going through um, a subway station, right? Underground subway station. Yeah. Yeah. And she's kind of lingering a little bit. She's taking, she's, you know, kicking dead bodies a little bit. You know, she's a bit cautious of what's going on here. And Ellie's just like throwing her head first into all these crazy situations that Mm. nobody should be in. Mm. Um, Having a swim like through this underground subway station. Holy Um, shit.
0: Last of Us 2, you can swim yeah oh, thank <laughs> um, you,
2: <laughs> and then Dina's just there, like holding a gut and just kind of like,
0: You know I just need some time and you're like, Oh God, did she get bitten mm. or something well, I mean, The first big clue um I again it's one of' it's very much a game where you look at a lot of moments in retrospect it's like, oh, that's what that was. you see a horse that's been um kind of ripped apart, also just a shout out to the horse in um Last of Us 2, Ellie's horse, Shimmer, uh, Shimmer. Yep. gets uh, blown great up and then shot physics. in the head. Uh, great great <laughs> horse physics. Guys. Um, but yeah, you see a horse that's been ripped apart by by clickers, and you're fine with it. You've seen this sort of violence before. It's like, whatever. And then um, Dina starts throwing up. She starts hurling mm. at it. Mm. And I just thought, okay, you'll see more violence than she has, but I guess that's a bit unfair. You don't really know Dina's story. Turns out yeah. she's pregnant. It's morning sickness. All right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you go to the theater, and you can say... Okay, you can hold up here. You can um, kind of help. There's a radio in there, and you use a bunch of photos that you found in the body earlier in the game off one of the fireflies. Mm-hmm. Let's work out where all these people are. Yep. We hunt them down. We'll get to. So these are the um,
1: people. These, these are the people that were present at Joel's death. So this yep. is the whole group of fireflies. And uh, they all played a certain part in it. Yeah, they all participated in the. Murder and torture of him. Uh, some more. So at this numbers. point, you've killed yeah.
0: probably two, maybe three of them. Uh, All in self-defense. At this point, mm. it, um, I think that that's definitely a point that needs to be brought up because there is a certain one of them gets killed, not in self-defense. So at this point, Dean is pregnant. Hey, Dean, that you stay here. I'm going to go out. And I'm going to keep hunting.
1: Yeah. And downtown, see. Se- downtown Seattle here is is just. The most stunning location I have played in a game for a very long time. I would
0: say the best level design I've ever mm.
1: played in a game. I mean the thing. Yep. Yeah, really? it, it's mm-hmm. it's the thing that I love about it so much is uh obviously the first game you had this idea of the world taking nature taking the world back, right? And you had all these overgrown um cities and stuff like that. And now it's gone to the next level where this is this is just it. And especially for characters like Ellie and Dina, who have only ever known this world and not known the previous world. Some of the conversations, interactions that they have around this open Seattle area are incredible environmental storytelling that you just do especially not get. Especially about cinemas. And yeah, you don't get it in any other oh. game, man. Like, like, I know we've we've sort of gone past it, but like just in the music store when she just starts playing Take On Me. And oh my best God. scene of the that whole was game.
2: So
3: <laughs> Hands <laughs> down.
1: Yeah. And you sit there, like in this you're in this chaotic world filled with, you know, zombie-like creatures, clickers, every you, you know, your father figure's just been killed. You're looking for redemp uh revenge, sorry. And then you just take a moment in a music store and start playing Take On Me. And you literally sit there for the whole song and you're just like a tear rolls down your face. And you're just
0: like they, how are they doing this?
2: this they did it. Yeah. Yeah. You, know what,
0: you know what I love? Dina would have no idea that that's not how the song goes. Exactly. They, this, as far as she knows, yeah. it's an acoustic song. Yeah. That, that's cool. I mean, it's, but, I mean, yeah. and it's even cooler, you don't even have to do that moment. No. So the game is... The first game was quite linear Mm. this game has a lot of open-ended areas and i kind of wish there were more like day one seattle where you find that music store yeah Yeah, you go around they never do that again yeah Yeah. not to that um, scale yeah yeah, not to that scale no it's lovely it's a lovely idea i read
1: somewhere and i heard them say that originally they had this planned as an open world game and they said that that Mm -hmm. just didn't work when they're trying to tell such a such a powerful story they so didn't it, it didn't make sense suddenly suddenly have like a random side quest you know where they're like oh go speak to this guy at this encampment and help him do this task when you're trying to tell this quite impactful story which is like no there's urgency here we need to find abby and we need to fucking kill her and um they said that just giving people this opportunity of seattle was actually a lovely way for Dina and Ellie to you feel like their relationship is yeah. a lot closer and of course like you said you can you cannot do that you can just do the bits that you need to do here but if you did like me go through to every sort of street corner and store and the bank and all these places oh, the bank yeah oh. and have all, have all these conversations with Dina oh. you feel so much more attached to Dina that when you get to that moment when she says she's pregnant uh, and you're, you're very conflicted about what you're doing. You're like, we need to get her out of here because if she dies yeah. in this game, I'm oh, going to be devastated.
0: <laughs> I was like, go back, turn around. You can come back. You need to take her. Yeah. Going back to the um, environment of storytelling, mm-hmm. I think one of the greatest strengths of this game and The Last of Us one are the letters you find. Yeah. So there are letters strewn around the world that kind of build up the plot and, mm-hmm. the, and the, the world that before you were there. So this is stuff that happened before the outbreak, during the outbreak, after the outbreak. Mm. There are stories of families escaping. There are stories of um, people going out to get medicine for their loved ones. Mm. And you may find that their loved one has passed away and you mm. find out why it's because the person who went out got killed by clickers further down the track.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And each one is heartbreaking. And the bank, there was a bank vault yeah. in day one Seattle where... These guys decide to do a bank robbery yeah. on the wrong day. Yeah, chose a bad day. Oh, the odds of that. Yeah,
1: it works out well. That was for Ellie. so awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you're yeah, in she the pump. picks up a shotgun in there. Yeah, yeah You're in the bank vault, <laughs> and just, you're surrounded by
0: millions of dollars, and you're like, it's just worthless. It's meaningless. It's I love Meaningless. It. It. Yeah. Um, the um. You also brought up the how nature's taken over this whole like nature porn aspect of the game.
3: Mm.
0: So you're you're hopping uh, hopping along, you're trotting along on shimmer the horse with Dina behind you and you're going through this jungle and the the foliage in this game is just second to none mm. it is stunning
3: yeah
0: um and you're trotting along in what you think is a very dense overgrown forest and then you realize no, i've been walking on a highway mm. yeah. you start to see a few cars and it's like okay maybe this is like a car park in the middle of nowhere yeah no this is this is like a highway or freeway or whatever you're in the middle of the city unreal it is so cool how nature has taking over mm. everything
1: i love it I love
0: it. Wait, I mean, fast forward. So, you've left Dina at the theatre. Like, yeah. hey, chill. Base camp. Um Wait, so did we touch on Jesse and Jesse's Well, so you rollings? go out the first day um, and then you find Jesse. Jesse is Dina's, is the baby daddy. Yeah, he's the ex. Um, Dina's, ex Dina's ex and... Uh, one of Ellie's best friends and a really well-written character. I really liked some of his dialogue in this game. I, I love that really there's sweet. no
2: bad blood between him and Ellie. Like, they yeah, a couple like, little chill. jabs at each other, but, like, yeah. they It
0: would have been such a cheap and yeah. easy thing to do that I think most games would have done. Just be like, yeah, no, he's pissed. But it's like, I mean, in real life, it's, it's more complex than this. This game deals with relationships in a very complex manner.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And doing so feels very realistic. It was real, yeah. Gets him, and then... They get to a point, it's like, hey, um, we're going to get Tommy, right? We're going to get Tommy and we're going to take Dina back. That's the plan, right? Allie's like, oh, well, you know, we've killed a few of these fireflies. We know that Abby's hold up at the aquarium. Why don't we just get her along the way? Bit of a disagreement. Jesse goes off. Ally goes a separate way. Eventually gets to the aquarium. Mm. At this moment, um, Abby's not there, but there are two other people. There's Owen and there is Mel. Yeah. And she kills them both. Yeah. And the last words Owen says is she's pregnant. Mm. um Yeah. Ellie then goes over to Mel, realizes that she's just uh, shot or stabbed. I can't remember. Stabbed. A pregnant woman. Mm. Yeah. Now, this gets to her. Despite the fact, like, a few hours before, she tortures a woman named Nora with a crowbar mm. as she chokes to death on spores. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> That scene made you do it as well. You had to press square to do it. Mm -hmm. So the escalation of Ellie's blind rage has Mm. gotten to a point where it's like, can she come back from this? I don't know.
2: Now that has kind of hit close to home, well, with Dina being in the same situation, hopefully safely back at the theatre. Not to mention, she's just turned her back on Jesse as well, who has just gone off to help. For all her intents and uncle. purposes, Ellie's uncle, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Um, I always although, forget that it's not actually her uncle. I, I think it's actually really... Because I think a lesser game wouldn't have had Dina be pregnant. Yeah. I think that would have muddied the messaging and kind of made it like, oh, players are going to hate Jesse then, or whatever. Yeah. Because other games wouldn't give the time to write Jesse mm. as a three-dimensional kind of person.
0: Well, yeah. if you didn't so, like Jesse, good news. When you get back to the theatre... Uh,
3: yeah.
0: Um... Abby's there as well. You run into the room. You hear a bit of a scuffle between Abby or you don't know it's Abby at this point, but you hear a scuffle between somebody and Tommy. You walk in. You see it. Abby. Abby shoots Jesse. Run the face. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks for naming him after me. Naughty dog. Neil Druckmann. You jerk. Mm. And th- this you know is another doing.
2: one of those like Joel dying moments where like it happens so quickly. Everything's happened like out of nowhere. You didn't even know Abby was in the building. Yeah. You are literally with Ellie as she sprints into this into the foyer, I guess, yep. the theater, and like Jesse just gets offed. Ellie's like shit, dies behind a table. Everything's hitting the fan. Mm. There's some good. Well, di- there's I'm some glad
0: good- you brought up Joel. <laughs> oh, so.
1: Yeah. Are you, are you going to go to a
2: flashback?
0: Yes, throughout the first act. I'm calling it the first act. It's not the first act, but whatever. There are a number of flashbacks to really set you on the course of. Avenging Joel. Finding out what happened in those years between Part One and Part Two. I think the most memorable would be in the museum. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where Joel um, tells a younger Ellie, like a fourteen-year-old Ellie or so, "Hey, it's your birthday. I found you something." Yeah. And the first game, she mentioned dinosaurs quite a lot. And space. And I love that and he's, space. Like he's like, "I'm going to take you somewhere you uh, not, in space." Yeah. She
1: wanted to be an astronaut. That was easy. That He's the first like,
0: game. Um, can you guess what I got you for her birthday? I love that her first guess was a dinosaur.
3: Yeah. <laughs> As a joke. Yeah. They,
0: get, they get a little bit further along, and he got her a dinosaur. He found a museum. Mm. And there's a moment where they sit inside of a replica space shuttle. And for her birthday, he found the tapes of the. Uh, what flight was it? The moon landings. The moon it? flight. Some NASA tapes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist. A rocket taking uh, off. A rocket. A rocket sounds. <laughs> yeah. And young Ellie sits there and she closes her eyes and she listens to it and she gets to experience what she's always wanted to experience. And I don't like how she can experience it more than I ever will, even mm. in a post-apocalyptic world. Just let um, her have
2: this one thing, please. No, yeah. December yeah. 3rd is my birthday. Yeah, come on. Can
0: somebody get me a museum? Get me into the spaceship? Hey, yeah. give me some tapes. Um, god damn it.
1: This is a beautiful moment. And, and I think what this game does for such a dark and dreary and horrible world that they live in, it has these moments, uh, of absolute joy and absolute unbridled sort of beauty where I call them the giraffe moments. Yeah. The giraffe. This is this probably yeah. close to, you know, the take on me is a lovely moment. And, uh, this is a lovely moment. Um, and there's just something about it that they're able to intersect this horrible, horrible story of violence, revenge and hatred, um, with these moments, uh, that are so beautiful. And so I don't know, you just need them as a player because you, you go through this game and, and it's very difficult to play in terms of it's heavy, you know, um, and to get these moments to just sort of lift your soul are very, very, it's very important to me to me anyway when I, when I was playing I'm sure you guys felt it was just a nice break from like horrible clickers and at the infected. same time it like
0: it shows you the story behind them, yeah. but it increases your rage it it does towards it, Abby yeah when you get when i whenever I got back from one of the flashbacks, I'm like that was beautiful, yeah I will kill it. i I'm this is what right I'm fighting now. for I am yeah. so angry right now, yeah
1: and also it gives you that context that um You know, the the Joel in the first game and the Joel in this game, and and a lot of people hate this, and and that's why there's been a lot of hate for this game, because people are like, Joel would never do this, or Joel would never do that, or Joel would never be so trusting to get in a room with all these strangers and then get killed.
3: But this is a different
1: different kind of Joel. This is a Joel who has made, arguably, a world-changing decision. His life has actually, possibly, you know, endangered everybody. And not only that, he's endangered the relationship of Ellie, who he... Cling's, he, he needs her more than anything in the world. He, he, you know, he's had four years of peace and he's trying to claw back that relationship with Ellie. And, and this game highlights the softer side of Joel, a Joel that has relaxed and a Joel that is resigned to the fact that his, his time is over. And, it, and now it's about nurturing that relationship with Ellie. And it's nice to see. Absolutely. That he gets so much. Actually, he gets quite a lot of screen time considering the fact he's killed off in the first three hours. And well, the scenes with him, especially a scene at the end, which I'm sure we'll talk about, literally oh, had me had oh, in floods of oh. tears. So um, testament to it's Troy Baker, isn't it? Testament to him, and testament to Ashley Johnson in these scenes. Beautiful acting, um, And it's just stunning stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. You
0: bring up that he was trying to bring up uh, mend the, the, the chasm yeah. <laughs> formed between him and Ellie.: Yeah, That happened because in another flashback, we see Ellie finds out. What happened? She goes back to that hospital. She's always been sus of what happened. She didn't take she it just to face took value. She Even at the yeah, end she she of the first game, game. Yeah. she was like.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, and that I'll
0: look she gives him has so word. much survivor's guilt. And um, have you guys played Left Behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Big part of Left Behind is that Ali knows the world shit. Mm. And she has but if she has to die, she wants to die for something. Mm. Joel took away her chance. He made that choice for her. Mm. She could have died for something and he said no. Mm, so when she yeah. gets to the hospital and she finds out what happened and she confronts Joel about it, it's one of those things where like I just I I will never forgive you. Yeah. I will go yeah. back to Jackson. Yeah. But we we will never be the same. So the Joel that we see throughout the game is despondent. He's absolutely broken. He literally gave the world for her and she rightfully so said fuck you. And he is just a completely broken man at this point. Mm. So every time he tries, even the, the museum scene happens before he's found out, there's a sense that he knows it's coming. He knows that she'll find out. And not only that, he knows that Karma will get him. He knows his end's near.
1: Mm. Um. It's and fucked up. <laughs> it is up. It, it is heavy. That scene where she, and I think this is testament to the writing again. I know we've mentioned it several times. Like it's a brave game that does this. Like that scene where Abby crashes into the hotel, kills Jesse and you're like, and Ellie goes, look, I know why you did it. Cause, cause Joel, you know, um he, he, he said he, he, he didn't get the cure. He, you know, I, I'm the one you want, all this sort of stuff. Right. And a lesser game, would make that the big reveal of the game. The fact that from the first one, she finds out, but no, this is just a flashback where she takes it upon herself. And this is about a third of the way through the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you find out that she knew all along. So all this time, even this on this redemption journey, you know, there's no sort of like uh, flip-flopping of her emotions towards Joel. She's already at this point of acceptance of what he did or trying to accept what he did. And I think that's testament to the writing because you know, it's so tempting to go, oh, well, that massive cliffhanger we left in the last game, oh, that's it's the It's so tempting
2: thing. to make that the climax of the yep. game, that exactly. she finds out that, like, she was the cure, and yeah. Joel gave that Wait, up. Just yeah.
0: Joel, So I knew, I didn't see any spoilers. Yeah. But as soon as, like, oh, shit, you want to avoid spoilers? I'm like, okay, Joel dies. I didn't I need think to know. To like, be
2: honest, like, I think we all saw it coming. I definitely thought Even the first Last of Us, yeah. like, relied on a lot of, zombie tropes. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't take away from what it did well, which was yeah. the writing was far superior to so many other games and because it had a huge budget as well. Mm. It looked oh, yeah. it looked incredible for 2013. Um, but like the actual story wasn't anything mm. that hadn't been done before. It exactly. was the characters and the writing and the moments mm. you got to share and the that acting. kind
3: of
0: <laughs> put it all into perspective. Yeah. 100%. So, going back to Abby raises a gun towards Ellie. And it's very much I very much thought like, shit. This is a quick game. This is gonna end in a moment.
1: Okay. Yeah. Great no, line here as well, Jesse. Just a great line from uh, Laura Bailey and Abby. You um, you know, we gave you a chance and you've ruined it. Like the way she says it, like like Yeah, you know, we gave we gave yeah. you the
2: opportunity to, oh. to, to keep to, going. Yeah. Ah.
1: And you've wasted it's,
2: it. I think so she says I, like Neil that. Neil
0: Druckmann game. came out and said this game was about the cycle of violence and it's almost like, like Abby's always screaming like I tried to break this yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah. I tried to break and change course and you fucked it. Yeah. And I mean, now yeah. there is I cannot let you, I cannot redeem you. There is no the, re- Yeah. Anyway, the day one as Abby. How did you feel about this? I mm. was like, oh shit. Now at this point, I hated Abby. With mm. every fibre of my being, I hated her. Mm-hmm. How did you feel starting day one Seattle as Abby?
1: You I'll go, you Josh. Cause, cause, okay, yeah. Oh, well, we had okay. a conversation. Okay. Well, we had a conversation about this just before we recorded. Um, yeah. And we have completely different emotions about it, which is interesting. Oh, I, yeah, you know, absolutely. Josh, How did you feel about it? How did you feel about it, Josh? So, um, so I found it
2: a little odd jumping back to Seattle day one. I was kind of like, oh, man, like we're retreading previously worn ground, like nothing new is going to happen. You know, there isn't going to be a nuke that's going to be fired. There's nothing crazy going to happen here. Um, and it kind of, it kind of hurt a little bit, but it set my expectations. Um, and it ended up like exceeding those expectations because as mm. things went on, I found myself um, actually enjoying, as we'll discuss soon, soon enough, enjoying Abby as a character far more mm. than I did Ellie. And I found her so much more complex mm. Uh, I thought she was just a fascinating character, especially with her single-minded kind of revenge fantasy, having been achieved, and now she's just back at square one. Mm.
0: It, it's such an. And odd
2: how do you place deal with to that?
0: start a character yeah. like, like you said, she got to her pinnacle. She did what she had Set to. kind of dedicated a large portion yeah. of her life to. She got what she wanted. Yeah, and not
2: to mention actually jumping in there and um having a suite of guns. Yeah. And oh, like living yeah. in a football stadium and having all this delicious food there and down. a gym,
1: yeah. I, I felt mean, empowered. I, I, I had this thing where, as I said, that powerful line that she says to Ellie, and then you cut to essentially the same structure that we just had with Ellie, where you know we see we saw the doc. Her, we, this is the moment you get revealed that you know her her father was the doctor, right? In that previous flashback. So this is when we jump to Abby's perspective, right? And that moment in the first game is such a moment of no one that I know really wanted to kill that doctor. Like everyone was like, well, can we just leave the doctors alone and just take her? Like, And they made that into a whole moment where it's this integral part of the story that you had no choice. You had to kill the doctor. The doctor is actually the only person that could synthesize this cure. And not only that, her daughter has been profoundly changed by that event, as I'm sure Joel would have been, you know, with Sarah's death or, Ellie is now with Joel's death, right? So you jump Mm. into the character of Abby and I was like, when I saw that first flashback, I was like, oh, okay. I love the way they're tying this together. I love the way they're linking it to the first game. But then when it says Seattle day one and you jump into Abby, I was just like, look, I know what you're trying to do, Naughty Dog. Neil Druckmann. It's ballsy. We get it. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. You're going to make me play the same amount of time, like whatever it is at this point, like 10 hours, 12 hours, as Abby through the Seattle section. And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to do it. Like I was like, I, I was saying to Josh, I don't want to play to get, I was like the first time in the morning when I was resigned, up, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to, I just can't be bothered. I've lost all my guns. And I know that you want me to like Abby, but it's not gonna happen. Like I'm an Ellie, I'm an Ellie fanboy. Yeah. And then you you start playing through it, as I'm sure we'll get to, and by the end of it, I was an Abby fanboy. So uh I love it's, Abby so much. It's you know. I hated the game in the middle, really, to be honest with you. I hated that day one moment. And then the fact that by the end of it, I'm like, they're total geniuses. This is the best thing I've ever played. How have they done this? I've not seen this told uh, even in a film narrative this way or a TV narrative this way. And I was just like, you know, take my money uh, again, because it's a brilliant decision. Um so I was one round by I the agree. end, but devastated at the start of this <laughs> episode, It really it
2: really is such a gut punch. You're yeah. like, Oh, I've got a life, I've got a job, I've got so much to yeah. do, and yeah. you're gonna make me do a I list. think
0: From a gameplay point of view, the gut punch really got me because Ellie's Gameplay I had started to feel a little bit tired. Mm. I was repeating the same areas over and over again. I'm like, I'm sort of yeah. done. And then having Abby. Now I didn't think Abby and Ellie's story were going to be kind of equally length. I thought you would sort of play Seattle day one to three yeah. in one sort of big chunk. Yeah, so It'd be play. kind of like a truncated yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what I thought I okay. thought it was
0: because from Ellie's point of view, Abby is on the run.
3: Mm.
0: Abby was never running though. No, she yeah. was living her life, yeah, because she she gets to that climax, she gets to that pinnacle and she makes a decision, a decision that Ali may not make.
2: Also, I want Why to. Why am I being out
0: spoiler protective. What am I? What that, is wrong with me?
2: <laughs> that it seems like Abby's on the run mm. because you know you're finding all these other WLF members and you yeah. pick up their radios and they're like, "Oh, Abby's Abby's heading to the aquarium." Oh, yeah. we're gonna, you know, like, oh, she's a hero, whatever. But then you see Abby's perspective, and it's like, no, she's on the run from the WLF. Yeah. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, well,
0: not even like, their, she's not even on the both run. Of your of your she enemies. just yeah. she's escaping. She's not being chased by them. She's like, I'm done with them. Yeah, I'm gonna find Owen. I'm done. I want to start living my life. Yeah, yeah. I need to go and leave with the man I love, which is Owen. Owen is so well acted. I need to find who who played him because yeah, Owen is brilliant in this game. And they leave. But but the thing that's the thing that's also that we haven't mentioned
1: is that Ellie has stumbled into Abby's story in a way because. That she's part of this WAF, the Wolves, who are also fighting Seraphites, and they're a massive part of the game that you encounter early on. And Ellie's just stumbled into what is the climax of a like twenty-year war between the Wolves and the Seraphites.
0: The Seraphites are another faction within um, Seattle. They're more of a religious cult. Um, They are
1: terrifying. Whistle. I love them. They are brilliant.
0: I am very, very divided on the Seraphites. We're get to the Seraphites more in a moment because we've been to yeah, Lev and Yara. Yeah. So Owen has left the WLF and he's he's run away because he spared a, a scar. He spared, spared an elderly scar and killed another WLF member in doing so. Mm-hmm. Abby's like, okay, they want him dead. The WLF yep. want him dead. I'm going to find him. We're going to just li- live We're going to
2: sort it out. We'll sort like, it out. We'll sort it out. Like if I can talk to Well, um actually we haven't introduced this character. Isaac. Uh, this, yeah. We're introduced to Isaac, yeah, the WLF yeah. boss. Um I thought his introduction was really well done as well. Not Jeffrey to steer the conversation away. I kinda of disagree.
0: I thought he was super one-dimensional. Well,
2: oh, when man, you're Ellie, you're reading so apple. many letters yeah. from day one, yeah. where they're like, oh, like maybe Isaac will be able to help us. And there's yeah, other yeah. ones where like Isaac betrayed us again, and it's like who is this guy? What side yeah. is he playing? Who is this and guy? And then you find out that he's the WLF leader. Yeah, I thought that was really well
1: done. I thought it was done. And then when you meet Isaac, you know, on day one with Abby before she goes off to get Owen and she gets fed all this information, like, he's played by Jeffrey Wright. They've got, like, an A-list celebrity to come in there and voice the guy. I was like, unreal. is that Jeffrey Wright? And then I checked it afterwards because he only has, like, Seven lines in the whole game. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Um, it adds so much weight to his character. Like he has this mystique about him. When I was like, "Because they don't, they just he's show- a powerful figure working yeah. in the shadow." So he's, I have one complaint about
0: him. They make him do a villain trope that I am so sick of. When he's talking, so when a villain or uh, somebody higher up mm. is talking to his plebs or her plebs, mm. they eat fruit. They will talk oh, yeah. to him and say, I am that disinterested in what he you're saying. He's a bowl of fruit I will in his office. I'll <laughs> casually eat this apple. And he does that. I'm like, ah, oh, oh,
3: fuck God. off. Oh, <laughs> Get dear. out of here. Yeah.
0: So the WLF want to kill Owen. Um, Abby's like, nah, screw that. I'm going to save bestie. Owen and we're going to live yep. happily ever after. Mm. On her way, she gets captured. And then we see a moment from the E three trailer from two years ago.
1: I think it's
2: twenty fifteen. I think it might
0: have been
1: like Paris Games Week or something.
0: Yeah, we see somebody. Twenty seventeen. It's twenty seventeen. That was was. dragged along Mm. um, by some seraphites, some scars. They're hanging people. They're cutting their guts out. They find Yara. They've strung up Abby. They're about to kill her. Yeah. Uh,
1: when you say then about to kill her, in. when you say about to kill her, the, the methodology oh, is essentially hung, are, draw, yeah. hung drawn and quartered, which is old school let's open your old guts school, up whilst you hang to death.
0: Uh it's old the school, most like end of brave heart kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yara comes along. Sorry, Lev comes along. Mm-hmm. Lev is Yara's brother, trans brother, um, which is really well played in the game. Yeah. Because I didn't quite catch it at first. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, okay, like two, cool. there's
1: two lines. There's two lines in the whole yeah. game.
0: Um, so, was a trans man who is shaved his head as part of the Seraphites Seraphite being a religious organisation, they shun him. Um, and he and his sister run away and they're caught in this forest. The Seraphite break Yara's arm in a brutal scene. They clip her wings. Yeah, gross. Um, and then a bit of a scuffle happens. Um, Yara is freed. Abby kills her captor, snaps her neck. And then you play the Best scene in the Last of Us games as a whole: The Forest. It's nighttime. Okay. It's lit you by like, fire. You like this, and you were Abby, and you are fighting clickers and infected uh, bare-knuckled. Dorkers. Oh, yeah, well, you're going to hammer at on points.
3: They coming out I from the
0: forest. It's completely fucking dark. Loved it. I yeah. had chills. My heart was pounding. Really, it could have just been that I was unfit. I don't know. But that scene had oh my god, it was so, so tense. I I do Joel believe and I'm Ellie with you. i could not have done what Abby just did.
2: I'm with you. Where I thought it was a really well done scene, but gameplay wise, I yeah. thought it was really fascinating that they gave you this unbreakable weapon for one scene, um, and just kind of like forced <laughs> Shit, you down I didn't this very. Unbreakable. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things where it takes you out of the mechanics of the game so far mm. just to deliver an yeah. awesome badass scene that compels you to keep on moving forward. But it's so disjointed from the rest of the game that. Um, but I think I, I it, just felt like they could have incorporated me into it
0: so much. It was that enthralling that I forgot about all that. So I think when you that look back goal, at it and, yep. and you review it, which as somebody who reviewed the game recently, should have done more. Hmm, interesting. But I was that enthralled in that moment and so captured by that moment. I'm like, I don't care what happens. Like, you can't fight infected barehanded, let alone four or five. Um, mm. Anyway, you run with Lev and Yara. You get to a point where they're just like, hey, you're a wolf. We're scars. We don't like each other. Fuck you. I'll look after my sister. Mm. So Lev looks after Yara. Yara got her arm all mangled. Cool. You're pretty close to the aquarium at this point. You get there. You find Owen. Owen's there with Mel. Mel is his partner. Mel is pregnant. Yeah. She, she was also present. the one that yeah. Ellie
1: killed. And she was also present at Joel's um, torture yep. and murder. So, execution. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
0: Mel, Owen, uh, Manny, who we haven't mentioned. Manny is uh, one of Abby's best friends and is one of the most lovable characters in the game, even though I hate him at the start. He mm. loves anime and he likes drinking. You know who else likes anime and drinking?
3: this guy that guy so I,
0: I, I'm a big fan of Manny um, yeah you get there it's all fun and games um, but then the next day you're like oh I well, should probably go save those kids she, eh?
1: She, she sleeps with Owen so the, the thing oh, yeah. that,
0: that the thing sex that, scene yeah was
1: a lot uh, yeah it caught me caught me by surprise baby sh- fucking definitely it, should, it shouldn't it should do really considering how you know sort of realistic the, this game tries to be yeah. at
3: times the Lost of, of us um,
1: yeah, nice.
2: Um, I felt
0: like
1: it got across it. just how
2: passionate these two people were, though. Yeah, oh, because before it was like this, the breaking of
0: attention, it was just like, just now, like, n- just yeah. do it.
2: Because before this, like, I didn't know how to feel about Owen. Um, mm. We got a couple flashbacks of them being younger, and I didn't really he jive with his charming. character. I thought he was a bit. I thought he was a bit of a douche. To be ah, fair, loved him. I felt like the ocean. kind of he was playing on like Abby's fear of heights, mm. um, which, which is that we'll probably get
1: into. Brilliantly seeded, yeah. And uh, what I will say about this, the Abby Owen relationship is that, um, she almost like not lost Owen or she has lost Owen to an extent in her pursuit of Joel. Like, you know, Owen, she could, she couldn't, she couldn't commit herself to a relationship with Owen, even though she clearly loved him. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and Owen has now gravitated towards Mel because he can't be bothered. But you know, th- her pursuit of vengeance is con- all was all consuming, and Mel's now yeah. pregnant, and he, she feel fi- so bad feels Mel. like she's going to lose. Yeah, me too. She feels she's going to lose him, and it goes to show that, uh, uh, and we see this here. And the reason she decides to go back and help Yara and Lev is because Abby is like Ellie, and Ellie is doing the same mistakes that Abby did. Is at risk of losing everything uh, in this pursuit of vengeance and mm-hmm. we, even when she has these dreams and, and it, the great thing about this game is also the fact that it really uh, post-traumatic stress is a major part of the game and you see it in ellie and abby's character abby has these nightmares and we see this recurring scene with ellie and with abby mainly with abby where she goes down the, the famous hall or the wing sorry of the hospital where You went to save Ellie in the first game and she stumbled across her dead surgeon father. Um, And even after she's killed Joel, she's still having nightmares. And she opens that door one time and it's her father is like, what have you done? She opens the door the next time and she sees Yara and Lev hanging there. And it's the idea that this ultimate thing that she'd trained for has not brought her what she wanted. You know, she wanted to... Later yeah. on in the game, it pays it pays off. You know, she she's sullied her soul, uh, for an uncharted pun, uh, to, uh, you know, just basically do this horrible thing. And it's such a testament to the, to the writing again in this game that she's, you know, these two characters, Yara and Lev, give her the opportunity for redemption. Um, and that's why she goes back there. And I, yeah, I, I love her really moment. liked
0: about, um, so bring up Abby's, Abby's father. Not, I, Blanked on his name, but in the flashbacks, you know who he reminds me of.
1: Yeah, go on,
0: Young Ellie. Yeah, he has this playfulness he's so to him and want to help yeah. and he's excited and yeah. They save a zebra, which is something I didn't expect to happen in Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He save a zebra. <laughs> um yeah. he just has this, like this lust for life that Young Ellie had. Yeah, I, I found that really interesting, and you feel uh, its
2: absence when you go
1: back to Abby. Oh, oh,
0: 100 yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so you go back and you you save Lev and Yara. Um, I don't know, maybe Abby was affected by um, Owen's. You know, he saved a scar, he saved an elderly scar. Mm-hmm. He understands that all scars are bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby knows that Lev and Yara are, are good people. Goes back, mm. gets them, cool, brings them back to the aquarium. Uh, Mel is luckily a doctor because every game needs a doctor. Yep. Um, They find out that Yara needs some meds to save her arm. They're going to amputate her because her arm is fucked and it's It's gross. It looks like a rope. Yeah,
3: it's gross.
0: So uh, Lev and Abby trek across the city using these high bridges that these scars use to get around the WLF. Now, by high, I mean like 25 stories in the sky high.
3: Yeah.
0: Abby has a mad fear of heights. Somewhat cheap complication of her character. I don't I, I think it really oh, meant no, much. I, 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 it made, it humanized her for
1: me in a way that, like, you know, <laughs> that scene where they're going across the sky bridge or whatever is amazing. Like, some of the lines, you know, some of the dialogue and the writing in this game makes you care about characters in ways you don't even think about, right? Like, like, Lev knows that Abby has a fear of heights because Abby is constantly like, Lev, what are you doing? That's the worst of it, right? And then <laughs> Lev's, Lev's like, don't think about it. Hey, there was a lot of tension between you and that Owen guy earlier. What's going on there? And <laughs> Lev, she's,
3: and, Lev is yeah.
0: great. I fucking love Lev. Yeah, and then she's
1: yeah. like, not now, Lev, not now. And it's just these little moments. Yeah.
0: Um, I think this is one of the moments where the gameplay and the storytelling of this game really didn't mesh as well as they could. The storytelling is a A triple plus, amazing. The gameplay can't always keep up with that. So in the storytelling, it's saying, hey... Abby has this fear of heights, but gameplay wise, you just walk across the bridge. Yeah. Nothing happens. You, yeah. It sort of breaks that moment where she's saying, hey, I'm terrified. Lev, don't talk about Owen, even though he gave me a good dick Don't talk about that right now. Mm. I'm focusing, mm. but you, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to walk across the bridge. It I really didn't
2: mind. I understand totally where you're coming from. I do agree with you, but I do feel it was important to, even if it was a little cheap, um, show that Abby wasn't this all powerful being the that yes. favorite character yeah. like yeah. um it shows that she has something to learn and she has yeah. something to offer lev but lev also is able to help get her through I something think as well this is
0: one of the games like now I, I say that as like a thing that was a bit weird i have to kind of stretch for that criticism because the storytelling in this game is that good that it mm. makes up for a lot of the sort of disillusionment between the gameplay and the story mm. I, I forget about that really often in this game. Yeah. It's only in hindsight that I'm like, oh, eh, that feels a bit weird. So you're crossing this bridge over towards the hospital and then, uh, you know, of course, you fall. Mm. Uh And you have to go down through a hotel, floor by floor, a clicker-infested uh, the, hotel. I, I will say this
1: now, and uh, I've read this a lot, and I think I, I love survival horror games. I, I grew up on Resident Evil. I, I love all the remakes of Resident Evil and... This game has lots of survival My man. horror. Yeah. It has lots <laughs> just of... Just <laughs> Josh got it, so
0: happy just said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it has so many survival horror moments in it, which are great. And I think the hospital... This this is a problem. This is the only part of the game where I think it's a bit bloated. Uh, pardon the Last of Us pun now. But hey. it's because, it's because um, they have two quite extensive survival horror sections back to back here where you have the Descent... Which I, I think they could cut this from the game because the next bit where you go to the hospital is terrifying. Like, (laughs) you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, and and I, I do this in survival horror games all the time, but I get through it a bit of it and I'm like, ah. Maybe just five minutes rest before I have to go into the next <laughs> yeah. terrible. Let me bit. just
2: look at the menu for a
1: second. Yeah. In Resident Evil it's just the save room music It's just I sometimes yeah. I just I just put it on loop on YouTube because it's beautiful. I'll just organize it. my item box. I am yeah, sorry, man. just to break exactly.
0: just to break this for a moment. <laughs> I remember when Resident Evil 3 was getting remade, there was a rumour going around that um what's the guy who follows me around in number three? Nemesis. The, Nemesis could break into that room.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: like, I, I I I... No, this game should be cancelled. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah. That nothing is, is sacred. That, exactly, wish. but yeah, they yeah. didn't do that. But um, you bring up a good moment. Um, with the descent in the hotel. Yeah, there is a. To me, there was a moment where was like, ah, oh, okay. You get a fucking flamethrower, and I was yeah, all about cool. that thing. Yeah, <laughs> it. Oh, um, video yeah, games are great, but no, I, yeah. I agree that moment because you go through you know the first floor well, I guess the 15th floor or so. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Clickers, I do this. And you also had the um,
3: stalkers, which you can't see
0: with your Mm. sort of sensibility. And you have shamblers, you have blowers, blah, blah, blah. You have the whole gamut of um, of clickers, which we haven't mentioned much much because let's face it, they are just background noise to the storyline in this game. Yeah, 100%. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I agree. After the first few floors, I'm like, okay, I get get this. and I've done this. Yeah. Yeah. Put like a cut I a did, from here. I really I did like the wiring to the bottom. It. Yeah. And Lev's like I oh, see the elevator? If you made it, that's what we would have taken.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's like, funny. Fuck you, dude.
3: Exactly. Lev's brilliant.
1: Lev's brilliant. Um but then you get to the hospital, right? And the hospital Oof. is some proper Resident Evil stuff. Like just, mm, Sorry just before
0: we get too much into in the Solving Puzzles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> at this
0: moment, you say at the hospital you um see uh, Nora.
3: The, the second half of the
0: game uh, gives you context yeah. to what the actions you took in the first half. So in the first half, yeah. you've butchered Nora. She's yeah. the one you killed with a uh, crowbar, crowbar, I guess, yeah. while can... she was choking down Cordyceps um, spores. It's yeah. pretty yeah. fucked up, and torture. it really messed um, Ellie up. You, yeah, you completely torture. You make her talk. This is the context of this character. So a lot of the characters you see in the second act, you've already killed, but you mm. see that they're human. Nora's yeah. great. Nora's fantastic. Yeah. And you see her in the um, hospital, she's like, I want to help you out. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of free yeah. you here. You get you get captured by the um the wolves. It doesn't really matter.
3: Mm.
0: But yes, the hospital is pure survival horror ending with a Resident Evil boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rat this, King. The, the Rat King, yeah.
1: Have you guys looked at the character models? Because you can oh, do the that. The model one. viewer. Yeah, the yeah. first thing
2: I did when I beat the game was yeah. waiting there. I'm like, I don't want to look at models. So I'm like, Rat King?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, my boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the Rat King is. So, you guys don't know what a Rat King is. Apparently, when a bunch of rats live in close proximity to each other, yeah. their tails get entangled and then fused yeah. together um, to yeah. form, you know, Satan. In this game, it's it implied that a bunch of people were having just, you know, a chill hangout in an ambulance where the first um, victims in- to the Cordyceps virus uh, yeah. were brought in. And right, they, they
2: explain it that this is Ground Zero. For this, the is entire zero. this is Ground Zero. This is where
0: Yeah. Um. And they all fuse together in this hulking mass that looks like the ending of um. Yeah. Inside, if anyone's played and Inside, yeah, and it's like the, you know it's
1: like uh the film like The Thing or you know it's uh it's that it's very Lovecraftian it, horror. Yeah, um, but more
0: than, I, I, it's got a real Cronenbergian vibe with just like hundred yeah, bits and goo and yeah. Um, I think The Thing is a really good. Uh, comparison on this one. Yeah, I love oh, Actually, I,
2: love I didn't mind going down the apartment building before this. I thought yeah. it was satisfying taking everyone out. Lev got a um, mask. He hadn't yeah. used a mask before. It was kind of, Sorry, okay, can, here we can go. Can I have a quick complaint about that mask
0: up. moment? I sure. just remembered something. So as you're going down, you, you get to a point where you need to leave Lev behind to go get him a mask and come back, give uh-huh. him a mask. Yet if you go one floor up, there are three masks on corpses, admittedly, <sighs> but just totally. take him off. Yeah. Mm.
2: No, they're broken. You got headshots, right? You yeah. played the game right.
0: Yeah. I know. Um, I
2: got headshots on every enemy. Legs,
0: baby. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: No, but uh. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that section, but it was here when I got to the hospital that I was actually getting kind of frustrated. Yeah. Um. Where it was kind of leading me on this wild goose chase, mm. where I was like, "Oh, you got to get this key to open up this door. You got to yeah. do this. I'm yeah. like, how do "I don't want to do this in the Last of Us. Yeah. Um, as much as I enjoy survival horror games. Yeah. Um. But And then you figure it out, you get the all the power hooked up, you get the right key, you go in the door, and then and then Abby's just like, oh, I guess what I was looking for wasn't here. Oh, shucks.
3: And I'm just yeah. like, well, what do Dang, I do now? Yeah. I
2: was looking for a grate to climb in. I was looking for any sign of progression when you've just got to walk out of the hospital. you just got to start, like, a coming sca- back like the out, way you, like, yeah. uh, yeah. where you but, came. Like, where did I park, get like, by 2B, the B, I think I'm like, yeah. I think
0: I left my car in a 2B. I'll go down to the car park. Oh, the neighborhood I'll check it out. In the ambulance and this grotesque amalgamation of, like, 15 people just chilling. It's um, all, like, melted together and starts chasing yeah. after you. It, it goes full Resident Evil. This thing attacks you. Yeah. And then Beautiful. a part of it rips itself off yeah. and becomes more of like a... stalker uh, yeah, stalk, yeah, the stalker part it's, of it yeah. rips itself off and runs away. So I was lucky. When I got to that point, I was overprepared yeah, because I thought the hospital yeah. would actually be harder totally. than it was. So yeah. I had a bunch of um, with a, a bunch of shotgun shells, a bunch of the, like the flame shotgun shells, oh, yeah. bunch yeah. of grenades, a bunch of trip mines. So I actually beat the Rat King relatively molotovs. easy. Yeah, but I did die twice, and oh, the death scene. I was about to say it just it's rips so good. you in half. It, it, it grabs both sides
1: of your jaw and just rips your head in half. And the, the death scenes is,
3: throughout
0: the whole
1: game are. Oh, the thing yeah a lot. I've heard this described like because the checkpointing in this game is so generous and I love that yes, because oh, big fan. And yeah. I and I know you've talked about accessibility of the game and how it's available for everyone just to experience this story in the way they want to experience it, which is great. But these death scenes, you know, uh they I heard someone describe them as um what would have happened because the checkpoints are so generous, like if you failed, which you'd sort of just did, this is what would happen to you. It's not, they're not like punishments. Like, oh, I'll go back all the way to the start of the section. It's just like, hey, in an alternate timeline, let's just pretend that was an alternate timeline. You fucked it up. We're going to take you back, like, literally till the previous enemy that you've killed. uh, And you can just do it properly and get on with the story because it wants you to get such a growth from the, the, the story.
0: Uncharted Vuvuzela playing over yeah. your <laughs> body. You get your ripped into. So annoying. Um, oh, like, earlier in the game, when somebody comes up you with, like, a pickaxe, mm. Uh, when they kill you, that pickaxe is going in your forehead. And oh it's, yeah. It, it's very um Tomb Raider reboot-esque mm. in its violence, which is a yeah. lot I mean this game is a very violent game, as we oh, alluded
1: to. The most so vi- most violent game of all time. Easy.
0: You kill the Rat King, um, you go along, you kill the um the stalker part of it. I just yep. blast that motherfucker in the face with like, shotgun shells. Stalker. Um and, and you get out. Cool. You've got the MacGuffin, which is the med- medical supplier. Yeah. yeah. And you go and help um, Yara. Or uh, Yara. Well, you go to Mel and Mel helps Yara. She's a doctor.
1: Yep. Cuts um, her arm off. Saves her life.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to that point and Yara's fine. And then you find that Lev has gone back to the island w- w- um, in which the, the Seraphites, the Scars, inhabit to save his mum. So... In the Seraphite community, a lot of the time the parents will pay for the sins of their children and they believe that uh, Lev is a sinner and that Yara is a sinner and they may punish um, their mum. So you go over to yeah. this island and this is where the game gets a little bit uncharted for my taste. It felt a little bit disjointed, this part. Um, uh. You go over there. Now, this is the same time that WLF are launched a full offensive against Seraphites to just wipe them out. It's mm. better than... They've had truces in the past and stuff like that. But Isaac is like, let's just wipe them out. Let's just be done with them. Um, And then we'll be fine.
1: Before we get to the island, um, can we just talk about how brilliantly the story intertwines with what Tommy's doing uh, with the sniper battle? Oh, my God. Fuck, I can't believe
0: I almost forgot that. That sniper battle haunts me.
1: So before you go to the island, like uh, you are trying to get a boat to, to go get Lev obviously because you know you're all trying to escape this horrible horrible place and get out of there but you know Lev you have to go chase after him Uh, and as you go to get a boat there's a sniper that is just taking out the WLF you bump into Manny again and you go in against this sniper and genuinely whilst this was going on I was like who is this sniper until about like five minutes into it I was like there was that flashback where Tommy was teaching Ellie how to snipe earlier in the game, and then you're like, "Oh my God, it's Tommy!" Like you're against Tommy in this section, and that probably the a- most game overs I had in the oh, entire 100%, game. Oh my God, 100%. that part was yeah. so hot when um, you're
0: finding clickers and they're being sniped yeah, at the same
1: time. What a Overly, shot! What, yeah. what a shot he is. But then. The, the, there's, a, there's even just a throwaway line in this bit because you know abby's just met up with manny again and she's like he's like where the fuck have you been i, I need you like let's take this guy's taken out my whole squad these trespassers are like um they're, they're destroying us and abby's like what trespassers? what are you talking about at this point fuck, in the game she's got no that. fucking idea that you know what's going on Keep it's only chased, when, yeah. they, when they confront tommy at this section she's she has that moment of realization like oh my god it's this guy it's really
0: interesting how in ellie's story you think that you are the center of the universe and it's like i'm yeah. chasing this person therefore they are running from me uh, yeah but exactly. then when you play Abby. The, it's like yeah. i was just doing like going through admittedly a rough few days but just yeah going about my business
3: yeah
0: i yeah. had like so abby's story makes you kind of hate quote team jackson Yep. And I never felt that until I got to the mm. sniper point. Now, I didn't click as early as you guys did. I didn't click until the reveal. Oh, because wow. I was that angry. Whenever I play games, I love playing as a sniper. So if I come yeah. against a sniper in a game, I am furious. And he mm. killed me twice. I'm like, I'm not putting up with that. When I was running up to the point where I thought that I'd be killing him, I had my shotgun drawn. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> pistoling this guy. I'm not stabbing yeah. him. I'm going to cut him in half with shells.
2: I'm going to enjoy this. And then you yeah. find out that
0: it was Tommy. You you push yeah. him into the water. Yeah, yeah. But that's the first kind of hint of, oh, I'm being hunted.
3: Yeah. But Why again,
0: they, they do it. Day
2: three. They're very reserved here with Tommy. Very, very well, like, yeah. reserved. I didn't put I didn't put it together personally until um you actually are chasing him. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh maybe it's Jesse, I don't know. But you kind of see his hair and you're like, oh man, yeah. like yeah, Jesse did just kind of Jesse did catch they up go to the with marina. Tommy at some point. Yeah. yeah. Also um, so
0: rest in peace, Manny. He got Jessied. Oh my Manny god. Two, two, yeah, of the, two of the funniest characters in the game shot in yeah. the face. But that's why this, not a coincidence. That's why this game's Mm. brilliant
1: because it's like they, they've built this world, which a lot of successful fantasy and, um, sort of post apocalyptic, uh, fiction has done, which is the idea that no character is safe and they can be, you can die in an instant. You don't Joel doesn't have a hero's death in this game because guess what? Uh, this game, it it is what it is. You, you, not everyone gets a bells and whistles death. You know, It, Mm -hmm. it, it's brutal and it's violent and it's sudden. And there's a couple of deaths. It means nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. all the
0: human tea in this game.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I can't make direct death then, <laughs> it hurts no, too much, no.
1: but they do get the boat, and then they after that, and they go to the island, which See, I thought was uh, actually a lovely change of scenery. Like because, as we said about before. Like this It's all the cityscapes that have been overtaken by nature. But this is a faction that has embraced nature and gone back to basics, kind of like Handmaid's Tale kind of sort of world where they've tried to be a bit more go back to basics or, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. And I find that fascinating. Um, And
2: I fell out of my depth. Like, you know, I'd been crawling through grass. I'd been like, you know, navigating these urban landscapes that have been overtaken by nature. But I'm like, no, I'm in
0: You feel like the invader. Yeah. Like, you feel like I, I am not meant to be here. Now, this brings me to probably my biggest complaint about the game. I was very interested in the Seraphites. I don't mm-hmm. think they were explored even a fraction of much as much as they could have been. So Really? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I missed out on some letters. Maybe I missed out on some scenes because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. gloss over some, some things.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: They are inspired by a woman yep. who was captured by the WLF mm-hmm. and then escaped and killed a bunch of them.
1: I, think
2: I don't think she, she killed. No, uh, no, I think uh, no I'm pretty sure to- she
0: says that she blew up like six trucks. Well, yeah. she I'm pretty sure things.
2: the whole point is that they kind of like twisted her yeah, death and used exactly. her as a martyr for their own like exactly. But it's like,
0: what is hate. her significance? They used it see, as a
2: message for their own she, hate. You see these paintings sexually? up and what saying like, the gen- you know, all hail yeah. her
0: mercy. It's
1: like, is this the sister from Far Cry 5? Like, what is she? No, <sighs> this, is, this is what happens. And it's a great uh, allegory for like um, what religion and hearsay can do to certain people and turn them into legends or martyrs. She was probably, and, and they kind of get this across in the game, she was probably just someone who was very kind and sheltered people in time of need. And when she was killed, they used her image and her, like, niceness and yeah. twist, twisted it you know she would never have hung people from what we gather she would never have hung people up and slit open their guts oh that's um, but, Ooh, where, that scene but but it's they've taken that image and it's the, it's this idea that that can happen in any religion or any sort of um extremist group and this is obviously an extremist group at this point but they have twisted those those old scriptures and old memories of this woman into something of mm-hmm. war and in a time where they need it because Once again, if there was no WLF, they might still be peaceful, but maybe the whoever's behind the scenes of this cult needed to twist those words to fire everyone up to fight the WLF, if you get what I mean. So it's interesting. I found it fascinating, and I felt they gave us just enough information for us to sort of piece together uh, in our minds Uh, what we we want to do with that faction, you know? So. And having Lev talk about his experience
2: with the Seraphite religion and how – he relates to it and how it makes him feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Empowered. And um, that's actually, again, reflected in Ellie's conversations with Dina, where she talks about, um, well, you actually go into a synagogue. Yeah. I I'm love sure that. Was option- that was great. Yeah. 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 And she talks about her faith and, like, I'm not a particularly religious person, but um, mm. I thought it was incredibly touching the way yeah. Dina and, like, Shannon Woodward actually mm-hmm. delivered the performance talking about, um, the teachings of the Torah and what it means yeah. to her and how it gives her strength. But she doesn't necessarily well, take of it for word, word for word, but it makes her feel safe and mm. it makes her a better person. And that's all that yeah. matters.
0: One of the things yeah. I've seen from a lot of few reviewers who are are Jewish, they're saying that this is if perhaps the only time they've ever played in a game where a character is Jewish and they go to a synagogue and it is not directly linked to World War Two.
3: Oh, wow. And
0: uh, a few people are just saying like how powerful that feels. Mm. I, I think this game deals with the faith in a really interesting way. I think yeah. my frustration was the Seraphites. So I mean, like you said, um, Lev, despite being completely shunned by them um, for who he is, he sees the the power in their teaching, and he's like, there, there are some mm. they teach some good shit. Yeah, but and to- it kind of
2: plays into the whole theme of empathy. Like yeah, where yeah, Lev is showing a lot of compassion for your enemies. And also perspective
0: um, because um, Abby is like, well, the WLF know this female leader that you guys have as mm-hmm. she's just, she has some like mental issues. Like that. Mm-hmm. that's how they knew her. Like she was like, she just mm-hmm. left and she killed a bunch of people. She was a monster. So it's really interesting yeah. seeing what I wanted. And maybe it's because I'm so used to getting this from games, I'm getting, I'm used to getting that satisfaction in games is to find out the real story. I kind of expected yeah. As I went through what becomes a burning village as the WLF mm. attacked, I kind of expected to find out the true meaning behind the Seraphite uh, religion and Lev to be like, oh, you know, fuck them. Or, yeah, yeah, <laughs> them. So, okay, you find Lev um, and, you, and, and Abby find Yara. Yara mm. dies a brutal death protecting you from Isaac. She gets shot far too many times. Naughty dog. Chill a little bit, um, and yeah. you escape the island. The island starts to burn. You fight Isaac in a hand-to-hand combat, or relatively hand-to-hand combat. You it's slice him Isaac. across the face with. A, yeah, Isaac. It's yeah. It's not Isaac. It's, it's not, not Isaac. Isaac. I thought it it's, was no, Isaac.
2: it's a, there's a bit there's a brute. If that's who you're talking about, yeah, yeah I it's a thought brute, it was was Isaac.
1: No, so what happens is uh, Isaac gets shot by Yara actually as she's on the so floor. You're dying. right, it is
0: just a brute. But I, what I liked is this brute in, in a in a quite a ironically brutal fight. You mm. slash him across the face and you give him the deep scars that yeah. the Seraphites have, to an extreme extent. You basically cut his drawer off and it's just hanging, yeah. and he is grotesque, yeah. and it is It's a bit um, cartoony. It reminds
2: me of like Gus Spring in Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, he goes shit, yeah that's yeah, <laughs> God,
1: spot on. Spoiler so- warning for Breaking Bad. Um But what what, <laughs> what What I will say is uh there's a moment just before this where Yara dies. And, um, Lev is obviously devastated that her sister, oh, his, his sister, sorry, is, is, is dead. Also, at this and point, he's just
0: killed his mum. His mum tried to attack him. Yeah, And he also ran, his ran away and she slipped and hit her head. Again, and something that it, happened in Breaking Bad. Weird.
1: Lev says to Abby, she's like, Your people killed, have done this. Your people have ruined everything. And she grabs Lev and she goes, No, you're my people. Oh, like, it. It's a such a powerful line. That is the
0: moment where Abby Abby and Lev became Joel and Ellie.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's that it's that moment for them. But it's also this realization that for Abby that she's just been using the WLF as a mechanism to train, to be equipped, to basically just be there in spirit and body until she could kill Joel. She she doesn't care about the WLF. She doesn't care about surrounding
0: herself with warriors to train. Yeah, and she now so she's like, I, I've accomplished shit. my mission. I, yeah. I've been surrounded by soldiers. I've accomplished my mission. Now it is time to settle down with the people I love. It's, t- it's
1: time to get my humanity back, is what she's and- like. like I, I was a nice person.
0: <laughs> she got that a little bit yeah. too late, because when she gets mm. back to the aquarium with yeah. Lev, she finds the bodies of um, Mal and, and Owen. So yeah. Mal- And Alice. And Alice and the dog. Alice. Oh. Now, I wanted to... Have a moment for Alice the dog. Oh Early man. on, day one day of Seattle, yeah. as in the Abbey story, you're um, part of the WLF, you're in the stadium, but they're, they're set up as a town, which is fucking rad. I loved it so much, it was so cool. You get to play with Alice. Alice is a German Shepherd. You oh, get to yeah. throw a ball around with her a bit later yeah. in the game. Lev and Yara are understandably terrified of these dogs because they've been used to attack terrified so many times. Mm. And you have that Alice is really caring, lovely dog. And you're throwing in and a ball with her and um, her yeah. and Yara, and it's really nice. They're when absolute
1: you- pr- pricks at Naughty Dog because they they set up this idea. That, you know, I don't want to kill a dog. I love dogs. I just got a dog recently, and you know, I love her more than anything. But what I'm saying is, like, that you, you, you go through the game, and dogs are this new enemy in the game, and you don't want to kill them, but you have but to. But you kind have of kill them. to horrible.
0: because you cannot get and, around them.
1: And then when you switch to Abby you get this relationship with a dog. And there were literally points in this game where it goes, throw the ball to in the aquarium to, or throw the little octopus thing. And I was like, and it makes you do it like three times. I said, look, I get it. You want me to feel really bad about the fact I just killed this dog. Stop doing it because it's really making me upset.
0: When Ellie first breaks (laughs) into the aquarium, the first thing that attacks her, just protecting her master...
1: Yeah. is Alice oh, the dog. And you and stab I love her her and Alice you stab so much, man. And Alice, yeah. and
0: then you learn to, oh, fuck, that hurts so much. So you're back to the aquarium, mm. you find Alice is dead, and you know, oh, something's wrong. And then you come mm. across Owen and um, Mel's Mel's body. Oh, you man. find a map that Ellie dropped. Yeah. And Abby and Lev have this look of just like, let's let's hunt the motherfucker down. So you go back to the, to the theatre. This is the theatre where Jesse... Tommy, Dina, and Ellie are mm. the final day of of Ellie's story. Yeah. You walk in there, and then, you know, you shoot Jesse. Well, you don't shoot Jesse, but in a cup no. scene, Jesse is shot, Tommy is incapacitated, and you have a gun to Ellie. Yeah. Things escalate to the point where, where you know Ellie runs away and you fight in a little Behind theater area, which you've walked yeah. through multiple times, this game, this part of this game has become second nature to you. You don't think anything of it, yeah. and you have this. Well, it's ton- actually your safe space. It's you know? your safe yeah. space. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's where it is it's vegetable. where you can be
2: vulnerable and you can break yeah. down yeah. and you can have difficult conversations. It feels
0: like there's like cheap loading yeah. spaces, like you know when you go through like a tunnel or an elevator. It feels like that sort of sort mm. of an area. Like nothing could possibly happen here. You have this fight, and it is brutal. And Ellie is fucking angry and Abby just wants to kill it is rage
1: and you're playing as Abby as well so this is the thing that's very conflicting about the situation is this is like the boss fight of the game akin to the David fight in Last of Us 1 and this time you're fighting against Ellie and I'm not going to lie to you I actually thought this was the weakest part of the game I appreciate what they're trying to do I thought the fight I thought the fight itself was uh, actually very difficult and but it's too gamified. It, it, it gamified I, I died gamified. a lot here. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, in fact, oh, I yeah. died. I, re- I reckon I died like twelve times here or something stupid. And it just didn't. It, it didn't because, mesh well with the rest yeah. of the game. And because of that, the story because you'd waited. Obviously, the thing with the game, the pacing, which I think is very risky, and really does pay off at the end, which is they reset you back to day one in Seattle. You had that point of such climax where Jesse's just been shot, and you want to know what happens next. And you battle again for another 11, 12 hours. You get to this point and you have to gamify this bit to the extent where I just wanted to have the resolution of this incident. Um, but I get why they did it. I do like the way that Ellie, uh, actually crafts, like uses the world, the gamify, yeah. the sort of gameplay that you've been used to, like craft all like the Like she plays while you're not
0: playing. Yes. I yeah. like that.
1: That is very clever. I just I felt it, it could have been done a bit better. Or maybe just sack it off. But um the resolution of it is incredible and um
0: So you, you, you get to the point you where know. you've beaten each other to shit. And yeah. then Abby Dina gets involved. Dina has been sleeping and sick and pregnant this whole time. She yeah. gets involved. Um Abby incapacitates Ellie. I'm not quite sure how she breaks her arm. No.
1: Yeah, breaks her arm.
0: Breaks her arm, okay.
1: Breaks um, in two, essentially. Then puts
0: gross. a knife just... to Dina's throat.
1: Oh, yeah. Ellie's last
0: words, uh, she's pregnant. The same words that Owen said when Ellie killed Mel, who was also pregnant. And Abby looks up at Ellie and says, good. And that fucking hits hard. And it takes a character who is sort of a step away from this whole story to be like, yo, this is fucked. Lever's there and says, (laughs) Abby, stop.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Abby then turns to Ellie and says, if I see you again, I will kill you. She breaks and she, again. Chance. She again chance. Break, tries to break that cycle of violence. Hey, she
1: she saves her life later on by making this decision. Oh,
0: so it was so trip. much that good that Abby yeah. delivers is powerful.
1: Yeah, man, Laura Bailey's fantastic in this game. Um, but what I will say is, you know, this happened, and I was like, okay. So now there's going to be an epilogue and the game's going to be over yeah. and it opens up on the farm, right? And I was like, okay, this is the end of the game. They're sat on the tractor. This is the end of the game.
0: Because it felt that, like uh, the end of our four. Yeah, absolutely. I like, think they're it, playing with your expectations yeah, and so. they, they yeah. nailed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we have uh, Ellie and Dina in a farmhouse in this... Beautiful part of the world.
0: Oh,
3: looks um, I loved
0: it. Looking after little JJ. Is little it JJ? JJ now? Is J- yeah. JJ Joel Junior, Jesse Junior, or Jesse Joel? Jesse Joel. It's Jesse Joel.
2: Jesse Joel. Joel. Joel.
0: Garbage. And somebody named Jesse. That's a garbage name. I think I can legally say that. Ah, I like it.
2: Jesse Joel. Middle names are garbage. What? The and man and is
0: how
1: nice? How nice was this stuff? How nice was this? This is beautiful. It, it felt very
0: um. Season two of The Walking Dead, but like the nice moments. It's just a yeah, nice uh, farmhouse top of the hill. You don't you know the world has burnt around them, but it's just it doesn't matter. You're that escaped that nothing matters. Yeah. But and you're it, still
2: a bit uneasy because yeah. like Ellie Ellie's heart isn't in it. And that's yeah. very obvious. You know, I like, like Ellie's she's cool haircut. Putting, She's putting a record on the player and she's like trying to dance and have a good time. Yeah. Then she kinda like sulks in the corner a bit. Yeah, yeah. she
0: just she. There's something missing from her, and it, it, it's Joel. The one of the biggest parts of her life is still missing. So she goes outside mm. with JJ, and then you have to round up some sheep, which took me way too long. <laughs> and you go into this farmhouse, and when you're trying to gather up the last lamb, you knock over a shovel, and suddenly you have p- a PTSD flashback to mm. the same sound the golf club made as it caved in Joel's brain.
3: Yeah, yeah, and you have yeah. a
0: complete breakdown, and, and you and realize and that. that- Ellie can't escape this I thought that was going to be the end of the game
3: mm.
0: like you can well, never it, escape that moment
1: it's nice that Ellie and Abby have this you know their stories are so well linked that they both have this issue of, of PTSD um, and the the when Tommy comes back and says look, look I've heard about this story about this woman and Dean is like nah we're, we're done with that and you have that scene where Ellie's trying to sneak out at night right and Dina is there and she's like, don't worry about this. Just, just come to bed. Like she tries to brush it off.
0: Oh my God. That, that scene
1: yeah. that between me. Dina and Ellie. Fucking hell. I was literally, and I don't do this that often. I, I'm quite expressionate with films and TV and stuff, but with a game, it's difficult. I was literally shouting at the TV, just go to bed. Yeah, go to yeah. bed. I've never
0: like, yeah, wanted a character to go. Go. stop. Yeah. Like it uh, hurt to do it, and which made which we'll get to a moment. It made the next like two hours of gaming really hard to do. Yeah, like yeah. this is
3: I,
2: wrong. I do want to touch doing. on that moment, um, in particular, uh, the one where Tommy comes. Yeah, because yeah, after after we start we seeing those Tommy was uh, PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, we thought Tommy was dead. We saw him get yeah, yeah. shot. Um, yeah. his head got grazed. Um, I think.
0: He's lost sight in one of his eyes.
3: Yeah. I believe. He's got a limp
0: and he's, um, he looks like he's lost sight. He's, he's, he's not able to he's go not hunt the guy down used to be. Abby as yeah, he wants to totally. He's broken. Yeah. His wife has left. His, uh, Maria, I believe his wife's name is.
3: Yeah. He yeah. Is Maria doesn't
2: want to be with paid.
0: him. Yeah. he is.
2: But this scene actually reflects the one that uh, Dina and Ellie have earlier in the game where they approach Tommy and Maria and they say, hey, look- I want to go on this journey. Let's get revenge for Joel. Tommy, yeah. are you in? And Tommy refuses. Oh shit. But in, the middle, but in the middle of the night, Tommy takes off without a word to Maria. Yeah. That's the same thing here. So it's another, it's the cycle all over again. Yeah. Tommy yeah. and Joel are is the same person. Cycles as the violence is and that's what the cycle yeah. is. So yeah. in yeah.
0: the that's middle exactly of the night,
2: is. and the, Ellie gets, that's actually reflected. Yeah. Again, with Dina what? and Ellie, when Ellie tries to take off in the middle of the night, um, and Dina's like, hey, no, don't do this. It's the exact same conversation Maria and
0: Tommy had. And and mm. says basically, if you come back, or if you don't, I won't be here. Which I guess Maria wasn't. Yeah. When when um, Tommy no. got back. Tommy is fundamentally a broken character in this game. Um, and I think he, I love it. he's a fascinating side story because you see mm. that the effects, your actions haven't only affected you as the character, it has affected yeah everyone as they had as they did in last of us part one you killed that doctor and you thought i thought nothing off it i had no reaction to killing that doctor me i hate doctors i don't know (laughs) i had no reaction to it it's like oh shit like in retrospect i'm the worst yes so you hunt down abby abby has escaped she is currently in santa barbara she wants to go to catalina island I believe that's what's called. Where
1: she's just found that there's fireflies. I there's oh, would well, always
0: said, "Hey, thing. there are fireflies there. They're our, they're our people." Um, mm-hmm. And Abby wants to go there. She wants to fulfil Owen's one of his final, wi- final wishes. Yeah. Fight the good fight and just be with people she knows have the same because beliefs and stands as her.
1: Owen even says, "You know, she's like, what, what happened to us?" And there's a line earlier in one of the flashbacks where Owen goes, "We stopped searching for the light, like." I, I love line. that Abby uh, it, wants to find a firefly, nice.
0: and um, Ellie's sort of motif is a moth.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very intentional. <gasps> I'm sure. Oh,
0: I loved. Oh, yeah. This game has layers. So
1: onion. It's an onion. It's an onion. Yeah.
0: Um, in that's in, a film reference. In trying yeah. to find, <laughs> <laughs> that's the the fan critical part. We should do a Shrek yeah. review. Yeah, you got the restricted review, i'm in for that mm. um so in trying to find the fireflies um abby and lev are caught by the rattlers the rattlers the rattlers yeah. are a bunch of rednecks who um yeah. kind of they're in the faction of la uh they are shitty side characters from um what's that biker show sons of anarchy Anarchy. they're just shitty sons of anarchy characters or like they're the breaking bad meth dealers at the end these guys were trash they were just nothing they were made immediately unlikable by how rednecky they were but they get captured then you play as ellie and Mm -hmm. ellie is there and um you go through la now the la area is actually pretty cool because it's a lot drier it's a lot more sunny and the houses you go through are a lot more opulent so you go yeah, to them rather than like, oh, here's the bathroom. It's a small sort of like two by two area. You go into the bathroom. like, yeah. Oh, here's the bath area. The showers in the next room and the sinks in another one. This house is amazing. I'll, yeah. this, this house is just looking at real estate for me, really. <laughs> um, real to, to this point. area, it's it kind of meaningless. I found this area a little bit, uh, a bit of a trudge to get through because at this moment, I didn't want to play as Ellie again. I I felt mm. sick towards her. I, I really liked how Abby had moved on, and Ellie's decision towards Dina just didn't sit with mm. me. So I was feeling uncomfortable to remember, like, I need to see this but, but out. What I,
1: what I did like here is the fact that I knew that Abby would need Ellie. Like, so I was hoping that we were building towards this crescendo of forgiveness, uh, reconciliation. Could, yeah. Because Abby needed, like, we see Abby get, like, essentially when we leave her and Lev we know that they've been in prison for like two months here. Yeah.
3: Um, mm-hmm.
1: And God knows what's the, the, the connotations I was getting when they were captured is they were being raped and there's stuff that was going on here. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, so for me, I was like, Oh no, please don't do this to Abby and not Lev. You know what I mean? I was like, this is horrible. And um, so I was like, Ellie, just let's save her. Let's save her. Let's yeah. save her from from this horrible yeah. life. So I was, and like, I, yeah, I was. I, and by the way, there's so much ammo in this section that I was just well, that, unleashing. Yeah, I was. Going that's something mental. I loved was that yeah. they, um, like
2: I mentioned before, when you switch to Abby and you're given lots of supplies and everything's great, um, like just like with Abby, how like when you are still with the WLF, Mm. you'll be mowing down enemies and then like, oh, I'm out of ammo. And then like your homeboys from the WLF base just roll on in and they take everyone out for you and everyone's high-fiving and giving each other hugs. That was great. It's an awesome bro moment. You have that kind of thing here when you're Ellie and you're tracking down Abby and you don't know where she is, but you think she's been captured and you find like an SMG. So yeah. I fucked and you, up. And you just silence start mowing SMG. down fools. Oh yeah, Silas SMG. And I just like, it's it's a reward yeah that feels
1: tangible in this world yeah. it's like you've suffered oh. enough we get that you want to get to the resolution of the story go have some fun with it and absolutely take there's like honestly like 50 enemies in that last section and, and I, there's so many different routes you can go yeah. down
2: and you can ignore them yeah. all completely like i yeah. just ran at one point i was yeah. like oh i'm sick of killing people now i want to yeah. get on with the story i ran yeah. Yeah. The fucked area. up
0: so awesome. badly in that last area <laughs> okay so they use the science system gym. I'm like um yeah i'm gonna use it i really didn't like the rattlers; they really pissed me off so when that, i see them like hey, i gonna mow you down so when i got to that last area there's the last area it's like the side of a hotel where um uh abby and lever being ca- uh being held gadget, you believe? Yeah. i got there with three bullets
1: nice so i to have to go it.
0: through that area very very slowly it took me at least 45 minutes to get through that oh one man, area because i'm like God. i refuse to die to rattlers i refuse yeah. and then i'm like yeah they, they um in a, in a part that i wish was explained a little bit more and maybe utilize a bit more they would chain up clickers and infected as yeah. a form of security so i'm like oh yeah. i know what i'll do i'll shoot the chain that's holding the clickers and they'll attack 100 yeah, they'll, they'll go attack mm. them this would be great no they attacked me and I used more ammo on yeah. them. I got through the yeah. last area with bricks and bottles alone, just oh throwing God. them at motherfuckers it's and stabbing so good them. And it was so frustrating. Yeah, because
2: yeah, you get to do that awesome follow-up attack, which is yeah. like my main uh, him, strategy the, in the, the Last of Us 1, ab- yeah. where you just throw a brick yeah. or a bottle, uh, follow it up with a, yeah, a
0: shield yeah. or the a neck. Like baton
2: or anything. <sighs> bit of a twist at the yeah, end. Awesome oh,
0: loved it. But you get that to the end, you good. get to that area, and you find the prison cells where all the prisoners obviously uh being held and they say you know I mean, where's abby where's love blah, 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 blah. They they've escaped they've been hung up i guess um Crucified, and you actually. basically you trigger a revolution it's very much it reminded me of that scene awesome. in, um,
2: you like hand him a whole bunch of weapons and you're just like yeah like
0: they just like liberate this like mining facility and all the that and they just leave it's like oh whatever happens happens yeah. cool so you go out to the shore and at this moment, like before this, it was sunny, but you get to the shore and it is fog and it is yeah. just, oh, it's just, hey, the whole game kind of storm feels Storm is heavy. brewing. There's a storm brewing and you find Abby and Leo are being strung up on these poles, being basically crucified mm-hmm. out on the shore.
2: There's I actually this- walked past
0: them so yeah. many times. Uh, I, I trying to walk up a little Abby. ledge.
2: Yeah. And like Ellie at this point had been impaled. On a
0: yeah, on a she, she, she's very hurt at this point. Um,
2: yeah. and then uh, it was actually when she got tied up on the tree, she got impaled by a so tree earlier branch, on the rattler, which is, the is almost caught her. Yeah. Um, she, um, but there's just yeah, all there's the a little like there's a little step up on the beach where you go to take a step up and she just raises her leg a little bit and her foot slips and kicks up the sand and she just falls over this tiny little wall that's probably like knee high. And yeah. like my heart was just like, oh.
0: Shit. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know you're I kept at on the sh- end.
2: But then I kept on trying to walk up that cliff and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm not supposed to walk up there. I walked around yeah. for like a couple minutes. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's yeah. Abby strung up. This felt like, yeah. um,
0: just uh, spoiler warnings for Red Dead 2. You know when you're playing towards the end of Red Dead and you know you're done. You know the game's are yeah. finished, but you know that you are done kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like your yeah. character's over there's got to be more of this game, but your character's done. That's what I felt like. I, I genuinely thought Ellie would die on this beach, but she's she's she doesn't die. She cuts down. Now, remember, cuts down. She has a knife at this point. She cuts down Abby, and she cuts down Lev, and you just all look at each other, and it's like, this is a lot. This is too much. We've been They've been strung up for who knows how long. You've been impaled with a branch. You walk to- and Abby's, Abby's just like, like
2: <sighs> lost all of her, like- Body yeah, like she, is, she is just wasted away.
0: Um, Lev's yeah. borderline dead at this point. Yeah. yeah. And Abby just looks at you and she's like, she does not even ask like, how did you find me? Why have you found me? She's like, I know where boats are. And you go out and you walk through some water and there are two boats there. And this boat has been burned into my brain because it's the boat, same boat that you see in the opening the menu screen, screen the yeah. start screen. This boat is there and you go to the boat, and you yep. put your hands there, and you're about to go on your separate ways, and then you have another flashback of Joel, and Ellie decides, I cannot forgive what Abby has done. It doesn't, doesn't matter how far we've gone, and I think Ellie's mm. like, I'm going to die here, we're both, but we're both going to die here. I will, I mm. will avenge well, Joel.
1: Th- this is the moment that Ellie... Ellie becomes the villain in a way because Ellie becomes a fucking uh, she, monster. she does something that's disgusting and she puts the knife to Lev's throat and this is actively something that I'm sure they want you to feel as uh, the player uh, which is that idea of they want you to inhabit these characters and this is why I think it's better as a game than it could be as a TV show but hey HBO proved me wrong I'm happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> Uh, especially as we're podcasting on it. But, uh, what, you know, I was actively like, I don't want to do this. And then every time there was an option when this fight is happening to press square, I was like, not pressing square because I was just like, I, I, I want to see if this is a option and you do have to do it all. Um, but they don't want you to do it. Like, you know, anyone who's played as these two characters just wants them to go their separate ways. I don't want either of them to die. I'm not on anyone's side at this point. Um, I'm just like it's just let you're it, watching
0: let it a go. story at this point. You're watching a story people.
1: But I also knew how vicious these
2: characters were, and they've been yeah. pushed to their limits. It, where like I was trying to survive. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I was. I, it's not that I was struggling to press the square button and attack. Um, yeah. It was kind of like I was like, if I don't do this, I'm dead. Like this is self preservation. Yeah. This is survival.
3: I've yeah. ever
0: felt so disconnected personally from characters because I'm like I am watching their characters. But I've also never Mm. cared as much about characters. Like, these are separate people Mm. from me, but I care about them so much and I want them to be okay. And the whole kind of flinching before pressing Square, so Square's used um, a lot in sort of um, quick time event scenes to do Mm -hmm. punishing blows, I guess. Um, When you kill Nora early in this game, it is... Oh, really yeah. pushed upon you it's like hey every blow you do in the scene is, is gonna hurt you but I hated Nora yeah. at that at that point I hated her she had mocked Joel and I'm like Joel's my dude uh, by this point I didn't want to press square I think I died a few I died maybe three four times here because I just couldn't do it mm. I just really couldn't do it I was numb uh, this game mm. broke me at this point. I was beyond broken at this point um, yeah. it pushed me further than most games have I wanted to put the controller down and stop but I also needed to know what happened her uh, And yeah, the whole thing with Ellie putting a uh, knife to Lev's throat. A- Abby doesn't want to fight at this point. She's like, we are no. done. This cycle is broken. We need to stop. But, but also
2: like uh, Abby's beaten her so many times.
0: <laughs> but also yeah. when it seems like, like Abby's like, I got my revenge. I got what I needed. I killed Joel. I'm done. But I guess it, it's very much a story about two women on similar paths. It's just at different junctures in, that, yeah. in their story where... Ellie's like I haven't got what I need here.
1: Well and she's lost everything and she's lost she's jeopardised everything to pursue it. Which makes her decision when you are at that point of about to kill Abby. And I was like, if this game kills Abby, then I don't buy it. Like I I wouldn't buy it. Like the thing is just because Ellie is such a she's she's a grey character, like like all these characters are. Um, they have the capacity for extreme evil and extreme good. And we've seen that in several instances. And that's why it's so amazing the way they structured this story. But the moment she sort of lets go of Abby and Joel at the same time, uh, for me, was just like, thank you. Thank you, Neil Druckmann. Thank you, Naughty Dog, for just letting this moment go and let them go on their way and let yeah. Ellie just return. And I was like, oh. Well, There is some good yeah. still in the world It was here that I was kind of like Yes Ellie Like let go of the hatred
2: that yes. these like old white men Who yes. are going to die awful Lonely Miserable deaths Let go of it Like yeah. just You you can be above that Yeah And ultimately she does choose that I, Just as yeah. Abby Honestly thought at the yeah. end
0: So at the end um, Abby bites off two of Ellie's finger Which is come, comes back oh. in a moment And we'll get to that Because I Balled my eyes at this moment I thought when um, Ellie just sits there in the water and just like just just go. I think maybe she, maybe she sees a little bit of Joel and Ellie, Joel and herself. I guess in, uh, yeah, in um, Lev, and Abby and, and Lev. I I don't know, yeah. but she's like I'm I'm done. I cannot go further. I have lost so much and I cannot keep losing here. Yeah, I well, thought she was. Gonna, I, like, I, I yeah. think she thought she was going to collapse from her injuries in the water and just drown and just yeah yeah. Pass I mean
1: and, and you know. Obviously, Abby goes off here or whatever. and She goes off too. So, the,
0: she, the whole reason she was in um, Santa Barbara is to go to Catalina Island, like Owen said. So, yeah, yeah, she was in the boat over to the island to find the fireflies and, and maybe yep. something else. Uh, and I thought Ellie would die. But, hey, happy ending. Ellie survives. Yeah. And she goes no back way. to the house that Dina has left. And JJ, little baby JJ has left. And she goes through. The yeah. house is empty. And she sits down. With the guitar that Joel gave her, it's one of the few things that's left mm. behind. Now, music is well, yeah, played. She, she's a, also
2: this is like her office. Her we, office. Her yeah, art earlier. is there.
0: Her drawings. Her paintings are. She's surrounded. She, all she painted all these really things. is yeah. um, Adina and JJ, which is quite strange because in her journal that you read throughout the game is you keep seeing Joel and his eyes are crossed out because she could not oh, draw her. eyes. She can't. Uh, if she can't draw eyes. I just don't see them anymore.
1: Yeah, it's weird, basically. Yeah, either Eyes
0: are hard, to be um, fair. But she sits down with this guitar, and music has played such a pivotal role in this game, um, from playing uh, Take On Me to, to Dina to, to Joel playing um, Future Days to Ellie. Yeah. I mean, Joel always told Ellie that he would teach her to play guitar one day. So it, it mm-hmm. has been a thing that has gone through both games. And she sits down, and you go to play Future Days, and you as a player get to strum along um, using the mm-hmm. touchpad. And you try to play it, but she's missing two fingers, and she can't yeah. play it anymore. And there are yeah. just notes missing, and it's just the symbology of the notes missing. She can't play her song. She can't live her life, like because there are fundamental parts missing. And whether they're the parts that were taken away from her, like Joel, or the parts that she walked away from, like Dina and JJ and Jesse, I guess mm-hmm. that fucking. Killed me. That is one of the most emotional yeah. responses I've ever had to a game. That yeah. hurts to even talk yeah. about right
2: now. It was really painful. I did my personal reading because I, I don't think your reading's wrong, but my mind was more so that uh, she'd kind of like Abby had made that decision for her. You know, this was something that Abby had taken away from her. Uh, like she had the chance to take Abby's life. She she saw Joel though, and she was able to forgive him in that moment. Um, and as a result, she was able to let go of Joel's hate and kind of, like, the path that he set her down, um, that that Joel set Ellie down. Um, mm. But then Abby forcefully, like, you know, takes these fingers, takes something that's... She takes Ellie's passion, you know, something that mm. was so personal to Ellie, that was something that she'd do on, you know, rainy days when she couldn't go out, um, you know, when Dina wasn't around, when there was no one else to hang out with, whatever. She stole such a important integral part of ellie's character um and she'll never be the same yeah but now she's forced to be a different person and leave joel behind and leave yeah it's almost like she
0: finally killed joel because her last connection to joel was that song that he wrote and that was almost like joel's true death
1: yeah he didn't write oh my (laughs) god (laughs) i'm so (laughs) sad right now now (laughs) Um no, but when she loses those fingers and she and she can't play the song, I and obviously it cuts to a flashback uh and one of the most emotional moments in the um oh, game. Which is which is where you you have Joel drinking coffee on the porch and well, sorry, the just, last pre- Just before so the, that, the, sorry. The,
0: the, Dina yeah, sorry. and um Ellie they hook up at the dance and there's a homophobic prick at Jackson and joel steps in mm. joel's been a side character to ellie's story at this point he's just been in the distance and joel comes yeah. in and defends her and says tells this guy to yeah. rightfully get uh,
1: fucked uh, and what's interesting about that is that is we take it to believe that that moment where ellie found out about the firefly incident and the fact that he lied to her all these years uh, she said "Say the fuck away from me i don't want anything fucking do with you um, and this moment at the dance. This is actually two years that, is, that has been, a, or a year, I can't remember which one. And the interpretation I got, and I think has been confirmed in interviews and stuff, is that that is the first time that Joel, this is the first time that Joel and Ellie have properly talked spoke, since yeah. that
2: event. Yeah, honestly, that so, was the first proper, like not just pa- in passing, like Joel being no, like, and this you is could your almost, route. You could this see is the him. first interaction they had. Yeah.
0: Joel's yeah. eyes I- light up and he's like, I know this conversation won't be good, but I get to speak to her. There was yep. so much love and, and just loss. Like yeah, he realized it was like an incredible he, moment of action. It was yeah. so fucking at, at, Troy Baker. The, everyone just gave a little clap for everyone. Holy shit. Troy,
1: <laughs> Troy Baker's voice breaking after Ellie says, um, You know, I don't know if I can forgive you, but, but I I'd yeah. like to try. And he says, I'd like that. And his voice breaks. Oh,
3: fuck. Uh, and that, hell.
1: That, from, that, that semblance that they're on the road to recovery. And that's kind of what makes the story more tragic for Ellie is the fact that they, she had finally come to grips with the idea of forgiving Joel and to have that opportunity uh, for reconciliation robbed from her by Abby and, and, and that she, this it's group. almost like
2: she found a new purpose. Like she was okay. Yeah. Like- Joel ripped this, yeah. and it's like, her it's purpose. Like, she, he ripped yeah. all meaning from her life, but she'd found yeah. it again in this community. Yeah, uh, 100%. J- just before we move on, I thought um, something I noticed, I haven't seen many people talking about it online, was the little detail mm. that the coffee mug that Joel's drinking oh, yeah, from. with the owl. With the owl. And that's the very first image in the uh, journal at the beginning. My heart yeah. <laughs> it hurts. I was yeah, like, that, oh,
3: that, oh. man. That got, that After got Joel me. dies and together. you go yeah.
0: back to his house and you find a photo of him and Sarah, his, his daughter-
3: Oh yeah! yeah. I'm like I am so
0: player. sad right now
1: um, yeah. I think that, it's, it's sad, really interesting,
0: like that scene really like a lot of scenes in this game it makes you look at past scenes very differently so it's like oh, yeah. it's, you try to justify Ellie's rage, because she knows that Joel's fucked up, so at first it's like, well, isn't him dying almost justice? Like, Don't you understand that? But then it's almost, it's almost like a selfish point of view, it's like she Abby took away Ellie's chance to grow and mm. change and 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 forgive, which is something that yep. Ellie hasn't really done before. Maybe mm. I, there's, there's so many layers to it, but Ellie yeah. is so I mean fucking fucked at the end and broken.
1: I know, I know, but my interpretation from that is because she tries to play the song and then she has that flashback to Joel where she Never thought in a million years she would forgive this man, but she's willing to try. And my interpretation of that is she puts the guitar down, leaves Joel behind, puts his memory to rest, obviously still cares about him, but then goes off to find Dina and JJ in the hope that, like she did, they will also give her the chance for reconciliation because she sees that is a possibility. Yeah, that for me is That's where what I, I hope what she, you know, she saw that moment of empathy that she had for Joel and this theme of empathy that we've discussed, and the fact that it's not hatred, it's empathy. Like it's this idea of forgiveness. And it's also something um, she learned from Abby. Yeah, hundred percent. And she sees that, and she she she's gonna go try and find them and 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 make everything right. Can I? Bring and up- that for me is, is a hopeful take. I mean, it could be much darker, <laughs> you know. But uh, I hope that's what the ending is. Anyway, so
0: bring up something that may reframe the ending. Now, in Doom a of research for the spoiler cast i uh found a reddit comment that has sort of blown my mind a little bit i'm not quite sure if i believe it but shit this is a very interesting way to look at things now this is from a reddit user ray kincaid i'm gonna read the whole thing this is regarding um Ellie going back to the empty house at the end it says Crazy thing is, I truly believe Ellie did have a happy ending. We just missed the clues. Another YouTuber commented on the letter you find at the farm when you're with Dina and the baby. It's from the baby's father's mum, saying that we will always have a place in Jackson if you choose to come home. Also, if you notice, when Ellie leaves to fight Abby at the end, she's not wearing the bracelet Dina gave her. But when she returns, the camera zooms in on her hand and we're, forced, sorry, we're focused on the fingers missing. But look past the fact that she's now wearing that bracelet. Possibly meaning she's already been to Jackson and is now live- living with Dina. She just went back mm-hmm. to the farm for the guitar, but decided to leave it. That represents her finally mm-hmm. being able to accept Joel's death and the end of the cycle of her revenge. Here's yep. some more things to back this claim. When she comes back to the farm, she's not hurt. She, res- she got a major, major wound mm-hmm. um, back in Santa Barbara. Um, and she's not wearing any of her weapons. And when she gets to the house, she doesn't seem surprised that everyone's gone, and she doesn't call out Dina's name. I think people were mm. so caught up in revenge they missed all of the details.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Uh, um, yeah. And once again, an, essentially the hopeful take that I wanted, but just that she's already done it. Um, you know, Last of Us Part Three. I'm sure
3: there yeah. will well, be one. Well, okay, that kind of like <laughs> wraps up. <laughs> I, I did up see the end. that
1: theory. I did see that theory online
2: earlier. And I, I am with it for a large part of it. But I, I think kind of similar to what Len and I were saying before, I think maybe she only put the bracelet back on to return to the house. Same like, cause mm. she, She didn't want to associate amends. herself. Yeah, she didn't, I, associate she didn't want to associate herself with that the area. monster she'd be. Yep. I
0: agree. Yeah, she didn't yep. want to
2: associate herself with the awful thing she was doing mm. to Abby on that beach. Um, that w- mm. That wasn't her kind of thing. Um, And she wants to shed that persona. That
0: As far as we know, I mean, odds are she killed a trillion people to get back home. But I almost want to think that she's done. She realizes that, like, so when Joel kills that doctor, it is just, he wouldn't have really think twice about that. He's killed a bunch of people, as most Naughty Dog games do. Let's face it, you kill trillions of people in these games. But you kill this doctor, you don't think about it. But in playing part two, I think about every single person I've killed in that game. It's like, well, what's their story? and you kind of get that a little bit with like um, characters calling at each series, other man. and yeah no, I, I like I said I, I would like a story about the um this group of Fireflies before this all happened mm. one of those things where it's mm. like I know where this goes break my heart even more Um, just to wrap start to wrap up so uh, oh, something that I really liked when you finish the game the menu screen changes at first it was that boat yep. in grey water but at the end that boat is washed up on a sandy shore the sun's out And you see the Catalina Casino in the distance, implying that That Lev and Abby made made it. it. Now, that kind of leads me into a final part. Actually, sorry, just before I get to that, um, what were your thoughts on... This game got review-bombed because a lot Mm -hmm. of people were unhappy that Joel was murdered and that you played as a woman and that Ellie was gay and all sorts. If you're review-bombing... Get a different hobby. Play, I don't know, learn to knit or stitch or something. I don't know. Do something else with your time. Um, Yeah. And that goes infinitely times more for people sending death threats, especially to Laura Bailey because of Mm -hmm. what they see her character did to, to Joel. If you're doing that, just stop and genuinely speak to someone because I've read some of the threats she got for her incredible... Incredible performance as Abby. Yeah. Um, if you can obviously pass a, a, an act of violence in the game to see how complex the story is, I don't think the story's for you. Um, I think it's a bit above your uh, capacity and you need to just, you need help. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think if you're really
2: <laughs> upset over that one event, um, yeah, the story's going to go over your head. They yeah. wanted you to feel that way. Of course they wanted to. They don- Naughty yeah. Dog knows you know how close you hold, hold to your heart um they did it on purpose to get these emotions out of you yeah cuz that's what so this so that is about when you about. hate Abby <laughs> yeah. as much so as so you when want when you play as it's so, so so when more, you play
1: as Ellie do you want to do it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh i i found the review bombing um very interesting but i'm not shocked about it at all cuz it happens all the time now um it happens uh, with films and tv constantly yeah. um and you know I'm not saying that uh, reviews are always correct, but like, if you look at the critical response, it's uh, overwhelmingly positive. There's only a couple of more tempered reviews that I've read. I think other than that, everyone's called it a masterpiece. So I second that. Um The hate stuff is mental. Like it's the hate much. stuff and the, uh, and the review bombing. I'm just like, what do you people have to do? Mm. Like, and I get the undertones of bigotry that are behind it because obviously, uh, you play as Ellie, who is an openly gay character in the game. And that is... A, if you go deep into the comments, which I have done, um, yeah. you'll see that a lot of it is to do with that. And I find that just, in this day and age, shocking. Like, Because I thought the gaming community was pretty progressive, good. I, like, I think like, m- progressive, most of them are. You know, there's just
0: a very loud minority. And it's, it's quite funny because yeah. you start to dive into it. So they'll be like, oh, I didn't like the story structure. Okay, fair criticism. What did you like about it? And you yeah. ask a few more questions. Like, oh, because she was gay. <laughs> like
3: yeah they, there's I mean, a lot of surface level expensive. things that
0: hey there is some genuine comments to be made about the story structure the way naughty dog deals with violence in this game mm-hmm. um the mm-hmm. manipulation they they um pull with the yeah. playing between ellie and abby all valid yeah. criticisms but a lot of that is being buried unfortunately because i think it, a lot yeah. of valid um conversation be had there a lot of it is buried in people just being outward outwardly xenophobic and it totally the, it's it's like I said, if you th- if you feel the re- need to review Bomb, stop. If you feel mm-hmm. some sort of need to send death threats to uh, Laura Bailey or Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker or Neil Druck, anyone involved with Naughty Dog or the creation of this game, mm-hmm. stop and seek help because that yeah. is yeah. not good.
2: It's at one all of those things where, in, in the years to come, I'm looking forward to hearing critiques of the game. Um, yeah like, more distance from all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, we can discuss... The discourse uh, is
0: lost in all this. Completely. Yeah,
2: we, we, can, uh, we can discuss a lot of the illusions and the mechanics and stuff without, you know, it devolving into just...
3: Yeah. Just Agreed. hate.
0: Okay. I think it's almost time <laughs> to wrap up. I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Yeah. Should they be DLC? Uh,
1: well, I'm going to say this right now. Um, and I-, I was devastated that there's no multiplayer yet um, the multiplayer go? in last of us no there is it will come yeah. i think but the last of us um part one had the best multiplayer of all time and Never anyone played who is it, really. part, oh my god i have some oh, I've, I've spent, spent way too much time getting trophies about, in that yeah i've got about 400 hours clocked on that last of us multiplayer okay. me and my friends played it the mechanics are excellent uh and uh, the gameplay in the actual main story works so much better as a multiplayer. Uh, game uh, where you're crafting on the move and trying to—it's like team deathmatch, but with crafting. Dude, the framing um, device where like the op- the opposing team—you like pick your side, whether yeah. you're a firefly or the militia hunter—and you're trying to get supplies for your. And clan there's a whole and stuff. meta game, yeah, so where like depending like on a, how I'm you gonna, go in a each safe match or something
3: like that.
0: Was it unlocking a safe at the
1: end? That was a a mode. That was a mode that was added in a DLC, but the predominant mode is just a clan and you play, like, you have to survive a number of weeks and to survive, you have to get enough supplies and to get supplies, you have to kill opponent teammates and grab the supplies from their dead corpses in each game. And if you get supplies, your your clan grows and then you survive the 12 weeks and it goes, well done, you survived the 12 weeks. Now try and do it better. And, you know, it's... It's amazing. And the the thing that I was major disappointed with, and I'm not now because I understand how much effort's gone into the main story, but the multiplayer that not here. And it added such a longevity to the game that I didn't think possible. Now, what has happened is they've said that they actually were working on factions, but because it was getting to a point where it was so big, it seems that they're going to actually release their own game uh which i don't even think will be dlc i think it will be a rumors are it's going to be a game called last of us factions yep uh and it will be out next year and you know i'll be delighted if that's the case but uh, be I'm, I'm, oh my mm-hmm. god i'm just mm-hmm. disgu- i'm just gutted that uh there is no dlc i don't think I, there I, will be i DLC. don't mind
0: because i think this is a story that people need to focus on and i know a lot of people will dive into a game yeah. and play it half how many people would have jumped off into multiplayer when they started playing with abby Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people man. would and they would have missed out on some yeah. genuinely amazing storytelling. Man. So
1: and if any if anyone still has the Last of Us Four remastered on PS4 and you want to experience some I mean it'll be hard now because the people on there will be very good, but man, just do it. It's really I got good. into
2: it about a year ago.
1: Um yeah. to mop up the platinum for The Last of Us. Yeah. And, um, of course. Forty hours you have to get 40, forty hours you have to clock, I think it is to oh, get that in the
2: yeah. Lauren hated me <laughs> playing that. Didn't you, Lauren?
1: <laughs> no, I was just like playing
2: it for days right. straight, just grinding out these trophies. Yeah. Let's
0: lock it in. Next year, whenever the Last Us faction's come out, we're streaming that that business. 100%. Done and done. And yeah.
1: I,
2: I do want to say better
0: than it has any right to be.
1: I was very deadly with the bow and arrow. Like I oh, was I deadly. So,
0: oh my god, how good was the crossbow in this game?
3: Oh yeah, I loved it. Exactly. Um,
0: next question. Oh sorry. Um Josh, DLC? Yay or nay. Um
3: okay.
2: I don't want DLC. I don't oh, see the think it can DLC. be there. I could see a standalone Lost Legacy Ooh. style like thing uh, a so as, of years as down long the line lo- just to lost, wrap up. Lost Legacy length, length
0: or left behind length? Uh Lost Legacy. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um yeah. I, I I could see something like that happening and you play it as Tommy. I don't I don't yeah. need it, but cool. Yeah. How about a sequel?
1: Uh
2: well,
0: I, I really love
1: where this leaves off.
0: I said that about yeah. Last of Us One. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've all said
1: the same thing. Like when Last of Us 1 finished, it had arguably the most perfect thought-provoking ending that I could think of. And then I was like, and I'm sure everyone was the same. I know everyone pretty much was the same. Like, oh, you don't really need a number two. But now they've done number two. Last of Us 2 surpasses the first game in every single facet in -hmm. terms of gameplay, in terms of character development, in terms of story development, in terms of animation, in terms of everything. Even the ending, I think, is arguably better. And for me, I have full confidence that if they were to make a part three, which I'm pretty confident they will, because I, I do feel- Such a cash came, cow, man. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the the Sony will be putting the pressure on that Naughty Dog. I, I do feel like uh, they're going to do a part three and I'm not going to say this time they shouldn't do it. I'm just going to say, you know what? You guys have earned the right to do it. And it could be, it could be like a Godfather part three situation where, um, you you just only count the first two films. Uh, uh, and that's fine for me. Like if the third one doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think we will see a resolution to Ellie's story. And I do think, I do think that there's more to this character, uh, to, to see, Especially the way we leave her here, I, and with the immunity as well. Like I do think that's still at play, and I would like to see.
0: Yeah. At no point did Abby I be li- like, "Hey, yeah. you're still immune. We can still nah. do that." Shit. And that's great. <laughs> that's great, isn't
1: it? Isn't that great that the story was so confident to?
0: Yeah, kind of yeah, her that, her re- like her, her immune. it was that blinded by the characters were that blinded by rage. Yeah. They almost they looked at the cure and said no. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. I love it. Uh, I like that. Um, yeah. Yes, yes totally.
1: to a part three. Yes to I it. Don't, I, I
2: have no <laughs> doubts that if they do it, um, it's going to be done well. It's going to be done correctly and it's going to blow any expectations I have out of the water. Um, I didn't want Last of Us 2. They said for years they weren't going to do it. They did it and they did it right. That's the
0: thing. Like, I didn't need this game. But when they did it, I'm like, oh, hmm. okay, you did that well. So, I don't need a sequel. But However, they choose to do it. I have full faith that they'll do it well. I would love to see an older Ellie be put in the same situation as 100%. Joel.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think a time jump would like... Imagine J... Like, 40, somehow JJ honestly, t-
0: is, is immune. Yeah. Yeah. Would she How, make the decision? A t- a t- while no. While Dean oh no, okay. no.
1: A oh, time jump of like oh, 30 years head. could be really good for the <laughs> franchise, actually. Um, and... Yeah, I'm just interested to see if they can take this character any further. And I'm sure they will only do it if they have the correct story. And that is what they said about this one. It took them a while to find the right story. They nailed it. And it's, it, for me, this is the greatest story driven game of all time. Um. And I can't see anyone topping this or coming close to this anytime soon unless it's Naughty Dog doing it themselves. As in more- War? God of War is, God of War is obviously from last year is very close. Like, but they copied the Last of Us model. You know, they had this, you know, father, child kind of situation. Uh, yeah. that, that, and, and they relied on narrative uh, communication through the story, just like Last of Us does. They literally copied the style. But then Naughty Dog have come back and gone. Hey, you know that was good. Uh, we've absolutely smashed it again. So, could you um, imagine yeah. God of War 2 that takes this like the
2: improvements the Last of Us Part Two made over the original? Yeah. Like, could you imagine yeah, that step Can up? Can you imagine from
0: God like of God, God of War Part Two halfway through you start playing a Thor? They'd make the combat oh God.
3: good. <laughs> God, oh, God. oh, God. Yeah. oh,
0: oh shit, there's going be a fight. Okay, last question,
3: take.
0: and I think we've kind of got um Vance here. Is yeah last of us part two better than part one
1: absolutely yeah The hands down the, hands lo- down. the it's, it's more not-
0: time that passes the more i'm agreeing because yeah. this game has been boiling around my head i'm um, in a way that last of us one didn't last of us one mm. ask a few questions at the end, and you can safely assume a lot of answers. This yeah. one, I am just looking at things over and over again from different perspectives. What did this mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, masterful in every way. And as much as I, as much as playing the game hurt and it's a slog to play at times, when yeah. I've gone back just to um, tried a few different areas again, I want to play the whole thing again just to yeah. experience. Yeah. You, know, well, you just want to experience a. It's like listening to a sad song that you really like. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. you're going to have an emotional reaction to it. You know it hurts, but you just like want that, um, you want that experience again. Yeah. It's Yeah.
3: Well, I'm not going to say I'm it's sure the best game
0: I've ever played. I will say that it is the best experience I've ever had with a game because it ran the, the gamut of emotions. I've had.
1: Yeah. It's the best I'm, experience I've
2: had. Yeah. I'm sure Len would agree with me. Like, but it's just like any good film um mm. kind of has multiple readings. There's no one way to interpret oh, yeah. the story. There's no way one way to interpret Character dynamics. Um, I mm. thought... I think it's a massive step up for writing in video games. Well, for I, sure. Oh, yeah, I can't acting. wait to
1: see what follows. The, oh, there's no way... that This is what I mean about the HBO show that, that we're going to cover. It's like, I'm nervous because it's... Neil Druckmann is involved, so I know that he's got a handle on it, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, like I said, you need to play these games. Even though the gameplay is secondary to the story, yeah. you're still... You're still made to feel like you're, it's you doing these things to these people. It's you torturing these some people. ownership. It's, yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. And that, and that puts you in a position that sometimes films as a voyeur, you don't just get because you're not inside that with that character for 25, 30 hours. Yeah. You know? Um, so it'll be fascinating to see if that show can be anything, but like, totally. but this like, is, this is a game is just, it's, it's just made me feel things that I didn't I feel think like a game could make me feel. As a game, as well, it's it's made me a better person. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Playing yeah. into that I whole feel- like multiple readings yeah. and stuff. It's I feel like yeah, anybody can benefit from playing this game and kind of 100%. have a greater understanding of the world and each other and empathy, especially. Yeah. And that's incredibly yeah. powerful. This for game, me, especially te- today, teaches you know? the power of yeah.
0: knowing yeah. when to stop. Yeah, when oh you're mate, in a cycle of damage. We should all damage, forgive people. You we should all stop. forgive people.
3: Yeah. 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 I think you a, hope for a better world. I
0: think that's a good place to end it. So let's, start, let's wrap it up there. 100%. This episode, when I first like came up with the idea, um, like, and I was laying out the format. I'm like, oh, this will go for like an hour or so. Um, Keelan, while you're editing this, sorry, Chief, you got some work behind you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Let's wrap it up. So, Len, if the people want to hear more of your thoughts on films yeah. and movies and such, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So we're all part of the same podcast network. Yeah. Uh, if you go on any podcast app and you just search for fan critical, uh, that's, you know, fan critical, two words, uh, you'll, we'll come up, we'll come up with there. We're little pixelated characters. And, um, yeah, we've got several podcasts, but if you just go to that fan critical channel, everything we do gets posted on there. We, uh, review so many films, obviously when they're actually coming out because uh, at the moment COVID has put a halt to all production Thanks, COVID. we've got some cool things we've started a new series called How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That which is uh basically loads of us in the podcast have secretly been lying for years about seeing certain films <laughs> so for example I hadn't seen Reservoir Dogs that and blows my, my mind it's so yeah, good exactly so then we, I watch it for the first time, and then we talk about it. Uh, we've just done um Scarface. Uh, we've also <sighs> done Aliens. When someone hadn't seen Aliens, oh. it's crazy. Some of the films uh, that are coming I'm up that, make
0: me so mad, yeah. but the episodes are so me, good. <laughs> I
1: haven't, I haven't seen Usual Suspects, and we're doing that one next week. Uh, <sighs> and I've lied about that like a million times. Like when people go, "Isn't that mad?" I'm like, "Yeah, totally," and then just lied about it. Um so we got that. We've got Worst on Netflix where we troll through the worst films on Netflix. It's hilarious because the films That's are awesome. So bad. Mm-hmm. Uh and we've also got commission podcasts. You can go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and uh subscribe to that and you get bonus content and you can commission podcasts. We've just done uh what did we just do? I can't even remember. So many films. Oh, we did uh Midsummer, one of the best horror films of last year. Disagree. Uh so uh not- <laughs> Actually, <I'm> sorry, Midsummer <laughs> no, Midsummer
0: I, I haven't seen yet. What's the one um Hereditary. hereditary didn't like your, it yeah all trash uh, exactly. i love them
1: but uh, mm. yeah so we've got loads of content fan critical uh, and thanks for having me guys Any um, time i think this could be pleasure. the uh,
0: first of, oh, of many crossover events cop that avengers 100 oh, no, percent um <laughs> cool um and if you want to listen to more story mode podcast you can find us on um let's sp- say facebook you can find us on facebook but you can find our podcast yeah. on spotify itunes and the whole gamut of podcasting services. If you want to check us oh. out on Facebook and Twitter, we were at story mode pod. Um, and Len, where can, where can people find fan critical on socials?
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, fan critical on Facebook. Uh, if you still use that platform, uh, we're at fan underscore critical on Instagram and we are at fan critical pod, which is probably our main platform on Twitter. Um, you know, and I just want to say thanks to you guys because, uh, I have been dying to talk about <laughs> uh, this game with people, um, and no one that I know has completed it yet, really, apart from like a couple of people. You're the only so two to actually I know to only have a platform yeah, where yeah. we can actually <laughs> cathartically talk about all the spoilers and the emotions that we felt is fantastic so thanks
0: yep yeah, i think we were uh, no we we went a lot deeper than when i thought we were going to on that one but i'm very glad we did because this game is it's yeah. something special something to Hundreds. experience i feel like there's a weight on yeah. my shoulders yeah i i, I do yeah, as well i feel like i probably probably appreciate this game now easy done all right josh thanks for joining us
2: Hey, no worries, man.
0: Len, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I hope before you listened, you you played the game. If yeah, you haven't. Otherwise. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. And yeah, enjoy. Stay safe. And uh, we'll uh, catch you another time. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.